With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Want to go, pretty boy? Two minutes by yourself and you feel shame, you know, and then you get free. Anything better than a glass of beer is tea with Miss McGill. And welcome to the Fourth Line Voice Podcast. My name is Darren. Thank you very much for tuning in. Episode 45 of the Big Show, some enforcer-based podcasting coming at you. Brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. How you guys all doing? Another Sunday. Um... Again, I apologize. I am still fighting this damn cold, and uh, my cough and fits got a little better, but still, uh, yeah, not a hundred, not uh, not a hundred percent. That's for sure. But uh, better than I was. Than I, I think if anybody had listened to my uh, the last episode with the Jordan Roach intro, I was a little little labored to say the least. But uh, a little better since then. But uh, yeah, ugh. But, um, yeah, well, this is uh, Sunday, so it's another Vault episode, and uh, today's guest, uh, infamous, screwy Todd St. Louis, and uh, Todd was a lot of fun. Actually, it was interesting when I did the interview with Todd. Um, I mean, he's bounced around and been on a million podcasts since then, but this was actually the very first uh, podcast he ever did was mine, uh, this interview, and he was really nervous for it and stuff, but he's a great guest, and uh, like I said, those uh, mid-90s OHL, and uh, it was cool to hear the stories, and uh, of course, going down and playing South and Arkansas and stuff, and uh, in the Western Pro League and Central League. Um, you know, with uh, the meat grinder and uh, Darren Kimball and all those guys. So, you no, know, Todd told some great stories and was a lot of fun to talk to. So, uh, yeah, I think he and 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 wild as anybody would know that follows him on social media. So, um, yeah, this is the very first interview he did or very first podcast he did. So it was really cool. Um, but yeah, other than that, like I said, this is episode forty-five. Of, I hope uh, yeah people go back and, and listen to the other episodes and. Um, yeah, episode on uh, on on Wednesday. Uh, I've, I've released two shows a week. Um, on Wednesday is new content, and then um, obviously today is uh, Vault. Sundays are Vault episodes uh, where um, I I take interviews from my old website that uh, that unfortunately got hacked and crashed. Um, when I joined the network, I wanted to make sure all those all those old player interviews got back up online, and so that's what we came up with on Sunday was the vault episode. So, yeah. So Wednesday, I had this past Wednesday, I had an interview with Jordan Roach, the uh, Manitoba Junior Hockey League uh, penalty minute champion, single season holder. Was it five hundred and forty three penalty minutes at a season? So, uh, and then he went on and played uh, 
played in the crazy Quebec League and uh, and uh, down in Tulsa and stuff. So um, he he was fun to talk to. Like I said, anytime you get a chance to talk about Junior A, it's always kind of fun. You know, it's uh, seldom gets talked about. So uh, you know, those crazy late nineties, early two thousands. You know, Jungle A. You know, in a, in Manitoba and Saskatchewan and in Alberta, BC and stuff. Well, everywhere, but uh, specifically, you know, that that's sort of near and dear to me. Those 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 leagues. So it was it was fun to especially with Jordan. I mean, being such a big name in those leagues um, with the penalty minute totals he put up. And, and, I mean, like I said, the guys that came out of Manitoba, Colt Nor, Mike Varhog, Conrad McKay, the Tutus, Ryan Braun, um, Darcy Johnson, Morasti, all those guys on and on. So it was it was fun to talk with them. Um, but, yeah, other than that, um, if, everybody, if anybody out there listening uh, is on Twitter, um, please follow me, Fourth Line Voice on Twitter. But right now is uh, the annual, fourth annual Minor League Mayhem Twitter tournament that's going on. And uh, for those wondering what the hell I'm talking about, it's basically like uh, March Madness, 64, 64 guys, Minor League's toughest guys. And, uh, yeah, and we just vote and uh, whittle it down until there's one left. And, uh, like I said, it's the fourth year. So the first three years, the champions were McIntyre the first year. Uh, or no, yeah, McIntyre the first year, Rocky Thompson the second year, Link Gates last year. So I didn't put those three in this year. I'm like I will let someone new win it. So um, yeah, but uh, and uh, I just write out 64 names and I took suggestions from the peanut gallery and uh, you know and then I stuck all the names in a computer and that just spit out the the matchups. So uh, you know. Um, and, and, and man, some of the matchups the computer, like Marty Melnichuk versus Jacques Mayotte in the first round, Jerry Fleming versus Val James, uh, Mel Engelstad versus Patrick Cote. Oh, how about this one? Steve Bossy versus Steve McLaren, Yablonski versus Bialois. Yeah, like crazy. Um, some of the some of the episode or some of the matchups that got tossed out. But uh, yeah, we just started round one today. Um, the voting goes for twenty four hours for each round. And uh, yeah, we got Lassard versus Craighead, Josh Gratton versus Bezo, John Baduke versus Skurlak, Kent Tasker versus Mitch Love, Jeremy Cornish versus Mike Ware. That's splitting a lot of the UK fans. Um, Rick Hayward versus Garrett Hunt. Um, Jesse Rosanz off big Rez. I'd party with Rez uh, versus Trevor Sen and Pete Vandermeer versus Tyler Willis in the first round. Um, that'd be a really good fight, Vandy and Willis. They had to have fought, I would think. Um, but it's funny, like I said, um, what I really and I, I do this at the Bob Probert tournament as well, and that's like all NHL guys and whatever. But and that's fun and everything. But I really kind of I've always been sort of like I said partial to the minor league guys, and uh, I have a lot of fun with this tournament. And um, and like I said, you could make a two hundred man tournament. I mean, there's so many good guys that get missed out. Um, you know, and I try to change it up year by year. I mean, you'll get the same familiar. You know, Bonville always be in it, and Mel, of course, and everything. But um, you know, like I I really wanted to get like a Rick Hayward in. And yeah, okay, you'll probably lose this round and and whatever. And never, who's that guy? Well, I mean, the minor league, you know, hardcore minor league fans obviously know who he is. But it's like, well, go on YouTube and find out and look him up. And it's like I, you know, that's what I hope people do is, uh, you know, if they don't know one of these guys, let's go on YouTube and and I mean, I'm sure there's probably not a ton of Rick Hayward footage on YouTube. There's going to be a few. Some, well, there's some because I know for sure on my channel there is. Um, 
but yeah, playing in Cleveland, there, rocking the Yolfa, and yeah, and I mean, he was he was something, man. He could he could put it down. And uh, no, I was a huge Hayward fan. And uh, yeah, somebody threw his name out when I asked for suggestions. I was like, oh yeah, totally get him in there. So, no, it's cool to, uh, like I said, uh, you know, for a week or two, uh, we'll get Twitter talking about Rick Hayward and Garrett Hunt and Ken Tasker. You know, it doesn't always have to be Jack Eichel and McDavid every night. So, um, you know, I, I think that'll be, this This tournament's fun. And like I said, we're, uh, I started at noon, so we're nine hours in. And, uh, you know, it's, you know, 200 votes per each for each of the fights. So that's not too bad. I mean, the Probert one usually gets around 400. So, Eh, you know, uh, I can't complain for a minor league one. I said it might pick up a little bit during the week. Uh, you know, it's a weekend and people, you know, last kind of ditch effort going up to the lake to get the boats and docks in and stuff. So, I mean, it's probably uh, not a lot of Twitter activity. Well, plus everything that's going on in terms of with the debates and, um, you know, Trump getting COVID and all that stuff. I mean, you know, there, there's obviously real world issues going on rather than a minor league mayhem Twitter tournament. But, uh, if you're not on Twitter and you're listening, um, I know it's social media and I, I get it, but, uh, and Twitter can be a real cesspool. But at the same time, I will say that the, the kind of little fight community you hang out with on Twitter, it's actually been a lot of fun. And like I said, and it's really fun with the tournament. A lot of the guys in the tournament are on Twitter following the account. So, um, that'll be like Riley Emerson and Val James and Adam Huxley and Terry Ryan and stuff. So that's pretty cool. Uh, hopefully those guys do well. So I don't get too much heat on me, but, uh, Yes, and it's fun to interact with them, and uh, you know, and they might throw a, their two cents in on a fight or whatever, or give a little insight for something. So that's always cool. But I mean, yeah, there's always the bozos and stuff. But and actually, it's funny this year. Uh, every year I do this turn. What about so and so? You know, I only got one of that. I only got one tweet this year about that. So that that wasn't there about the complaint. I didn't put Doty Wood in. I mean, which was a valid. Uh, observation. I mean, but I'm like, well, he's been in the last three, so you know, I mean, nothing against Doty. It was just, you know, he didn't. I was just putting different guys in. So, but I mean, I'm a huge Doty Wood guy for sure. But uh, and he, you know, if somebody 64, that like that's the one thing. Uh, whenever I make these tournaments up, that um, that gets the. I never said it was the who I think are the 64 toughest ever. I just said it's just 64 tough guys. Same thing with the Probert tournament. They're like, well, this guy isn't even in the top 60. Oh, I could think of guys that are tougher. Yeah, so could I, but that's not what I... I never said this is the top best 64. You know, it's just names of guys. And, and like I said, as years each year goes on, it's like you just try to mix it up a little bit. I mean, you have to have, like I said, you have to have your standard guys in there. But, you know, I try to mix up at least a different 20 each year. You know, and after you do it three, four years, it's it's a little tough to, you know, there's only so many. The NHL one's a little is tougher than the minor league one, obviously. But, you know, it's, it gets a little tough after a couple of years. Like, give me a break, man. You know, and it's it's a fun Twitter tournament. Does it really matter that much? But some guys get, not, the minor league one, not so much. But the, the, the NHL one, the Bob Prover one, oh, some of the feedback you get for some of the comments is just like, what are you doing? Like, you're getting worked up over a imaginary fight like jesus yeah anyway but at the same time like i said it it promotes conversation and gets people talking about guys that usually don't get talked about and actually it was really fun last night or the other night um isha had me on the soda pod and uh had me talk about the the tournament and stuff so that was i appreciated him having me on and um 
also you know what well, we just talked about a few different obviously t- um topics of the day kind of thing with the quebec fight rule and stuff and but he also threw some names out calvin crow and ken fells i'm like man i don't he's throwing names out there at me i was surprised at those two names he hit me with so we talked about those guys and no it was a fun um fun appearance and i appreciated isha having me on and, and let me promote so but uh yeah like i said member of the hockey i'm a member of the hockey podcast network and uh i think there's almost 40 shows on the network and every nhl team's represented so represented so whatever team you're a fan of um check it out and uh so yeah all the teams are represented and uh also terry ryan's a member of the member of the uh, network and uh yeah so there's a number of different shows and they kind of whatever whatever spice or theme you're looking for um you know the network's pretty well got you covered and uh yeah so there's always content coming out so um and outside of that um you know you have alec over at the five for fighting always doing good stuff um i know he's coming up here he's gonna take a bit of a break because they're moving and a lot of stuff's going on so he's gonna take a little while a couple weeks off but uh no he his back catalog is tremendous by lois Segroy, on and on he got great he's had great guests and then um joe over the coliseum chronicles he covers the new york islanders um enforcer history and uh, he's had fakoda and dean ewan and chanel and all those guys um did i just say chanel why did i say chanel has he had chanel on? jesus joe um, now you got me thinking he's had aaron asham and um yeah i mean uh, strudwig um oh everything just runs together after a while nothing per i've listened to all his stuff i just yeah just the names start running all together but uh no he does a great job and um yeah and uh and then uh paul kelly and and dan over at the obey the puck show um you know they're always doing good stuff in the Slewfoot show with fred and dave um yeah i mean there's always a podcast for whatever someone's into so um you know so like i always say the fact that you tuned in and you're listening to this right now i, I really appreciate it like i said it's um there's a lot out there and uh hopefully you enjoy the interviews and uh you know i'll like i said i got a few few guys um uh lined up and uh you know um just kind of battling this <clears throat> this cold here for uh for the last for the last week so hopefully uh you know here the next few days we'll get it we'll get it licked and uh i'll be back in business here but uh other than that we'll get rolling here on the st louis uh interview um the only thing i'll uh, throw out at you um one of the sponsors for the network is uh um coolhockey.com if you're into jerseys um these guys have been around since 1999 they're nhlpa endorsed um you know uh, i know people that are like um diehard jersey collectors um they want the real jerseys they don't want uh knockoffs so um yeah this is all authentic stuff the fight strap the hand sewn numbers the whole nine yards and i mean like i would say you go to the mall here at the jersey city i mean they want 300 and some bucks for those authentic jerseys and it's like and you're at the mercy of who they have right it's like mcdave or price or crosby or what have you but uh no on this site you can just go to, they have all the teams and uh you know um depending on the stock but i mean they have, you know home away alternate you know thirds and stadiums here who the hell knows however many jerseys the nhl has nowadays but like i said all the teams are there and uh um yeah if you use the promo code at checkout thpn you get 30 percent off and free shipping and they're out of toronto and uh like i said uh the calgary flames uh number 16 mcgratton um 
you know, with the fight strap and hand-sewn numbers like the exact jersey Brian wore, $185.99 Canadian, free shipping. I mean, you know, when I looked it up, and that's pretty solid. I mean, that's half the price of what they are in the store. And um, I've talked to people that have used Cool Hockey, and reviews are all positive, and uh, they got their stuff on time, and it was exactly as advertised, and no no complaints. And uh, I always use the example, but I mean, you know, Joe is a diehard. And he's in, like I said, he's got the Islander podcast, but he's always got the Islanders jerseys going. And, um, you know, right now he's just, uh, you know, he's really taking advantage of the, of the, of the promo code. And, uh, it's got, and right now, and his big thing is, is kind of like, like one year wonders, that kind of thing, like kind of the obscure. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I mean, he bounced around, but I mean, Ole Jokinen, I mean, he's getting, <laughs> um, you know, I know he's adding that to his collection here right away. So, um, you know, I just talked to Joe. I mean, he's got countless Islanders jerseys. So, um, you know, looking sharp was strutting on the streets of Long Island. So, um, but uh, other than that, uh, like I said, Fourth Line Voice on Twitter, uh, get out and vote. Um, and also, actually, that's really big, uh, Fourth Line Voice on YouTube. Uh, definitely check me out. Subscribe to my channel. Hit the notification bell there so you won't miss a, any video that I upload. But, uh, yeah, it's like 22. I can't even remember. It was insane, actually, when I looked. But it was like, you don't realize it, but it's like 2,200 and some videos I've uploaded. And it's like every fights from junior to pro, every league. I've got them all I've got them all sorted. So just a little search engine. Just type in who you're looking for, the league you're looking for. Boom. It's, it'll be right there. So definitely check that out. But, uh other than that, guys, let's get rolling here. Um, have, I hope everyone has a good Sunday, and I will talk to you guys on Wednesday, next Wednesday. Um, but here's my interview with Todd St. Louis. Thanks, guys. All right, on the line here all the way out in Texas, my guest here on the fourth line voice is uh, none other than the, the man they nicknamed Screwy, Todd St. Louis. Todd, how are you doing tonight? Hey, Darren, I'm doing good. I appreciate you having me on here. <laughs> no, no, it was great. Thank you very much for... Uh, for taking the time to sit down and uh, like I was just telling you off air we'll kind of uh like with all the guys uh we'll kind of just timeline your career and uh we'll start at the uh the beginning at the uh the Metro Junior A League with the Wellington Dukes maybe we'll start there and yeah. we'll uh we'll uh go all the way to uh Amarillo so uh if you're ready here we go I'm ready <laughs> all right man okay well like you said we start so you're from uh you're from Windsor Ontario correct Yes, sir. I, I grew up in uh, Tecumseh, Ontario, but, you know, Windsor being the bigger town, I was born and raised in uh, Tecumseh, but I was born in Windsor, you know, but, okay, but yeah, Windsor, Ontario. Okay. Um, but, well, and it was funny because uh, you, you sent me that, uh, that interview from the, from the paper there, the couple, uh, from a couple months ago. <laughs> But I yeah. wanted to ask you, cause that was a really cool story in it. And we'll just, so you can all get you to tell it to the listeners, but. Uh, at 15, the OHL has a, or it's a 14, I guess, uh, has a, an OHL entry draft and, yeah. uh, and you, and you said you went to it and you were sitting there with your, with the family gate, waiting for your name to get called to uh, go through that day for me. No, and I, I knew I wasn't going to be drafted high round, you know, but I had, I had friends I, I grew up with playing Windsor club 240, you know, obviously very popular name, Ed Jovanowski, yep. you know, he drafted second overall that year. And, uh, he came up and sit with me, you know, waiting, 
to be drafted, you know, you know, just we were waiting patiently. And finally, I think I was drafted in the 12th round or 14th round. I can't remember. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, Bevel took me, and uh, I couldn't be – I was ecstatic, you know, just to be drafted. You know, I was playing Junior C in Kingsville, Ontario, for uh, the Kingsville Comets, and uh, I was drafted. So uh, it, it was a big deal for me, you know. You know, Absolutely. I, I – kid from Canada, you know, just that was my goal, playing the OHL, you know. Yeah, and, well, and, like you said, growing up, I mean, you had to have gone to Spitfire yeah. games and stuff, obviously. Yeah, oh, going to Spitfire games, you know, just thinking, you know, my, my friend, his his parents uh, were billets. Uh, man, I wish I knew, uh, you know, what was his name? Ta- uh, Cam White played for Spitfires. I think he played for, uh, not Cam White, but it was uh, Todd White or something like that. He, he ended up playing uh, for the Toronto Maple Leafs. You know, you'll see guys like that, you know, being close to them, knowing they play for the Spitfires, going to, you know, St. Anne's High School, and that's where the Spitfires, you know, sent their kids there. And seeing Adam Young and finally, you know, playing with these kind of guys. Yep. You know. Yeah, so. no, absolutely. It's, you know, it, yeah, it's a big deal. And uh, like I said, growing up in Saskatoon, I mean, we had the Blades, right? And yeah, growing yeah. up, you'd, you'd watch like Wendell Clark and Tony Twist and all these guys. It's like, oh, yeah. Oh, Kevin Kamensky. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah, it was a big Hell yeah. That's one of my heroes growing up is Kevin Kamensky. Yeah, no, exactly. You know, small guy, could he wouldn't back down for nobody. Nope, he wouldn't. Yeah, no, you know? I met him a few times. He's a nice guy, too. Yeah, he... Uh, Super nice. Yep. Yes. Yep. I've never met him, but, you know, we're friends on Facebook, and just, you could tell he's down-to-earth, kind of like, one of those guys that you, like, people are drawn to, you know what I mean? That's why he's a good coach. Absolutely. You know? Yep, absolutely. You know, coaching in Fresno right now. Yep. So, it was, but, yeah. Uh, so, okay, so you get, uh, so you're drafted by the Belleville Bulls. So, obviously, you... Uh, yes. You, you head to Belleville camp. And, uh, yeah. well, I was going to ask yes. you, so, so, I mean, obviously you're playing D you're kind of a, obviously a physical guy. I mean, you know, uh, was it, um, d- did you prepare at all fighting wise or was it just like, let's you know what? see what happens. No, I just went in, didn't fight. You know, I maybe had one or two fights, you know, in junior C, you know, going to bevel camp thinking, you know, I'm not the best, you know. I, I wasn't gifted naturally to be a hockey player. I don't think, you know what I mean? But I knew I had to do something different. So I started fighting, you know, going to camp fight. You know, I didn't make it my first year, you know. Yep. But I, I, I fought a guy that he was a he was a third rounder or second rounder, and I, I, busted, I busted his orbital. And I was like, man, you know, just one punched him. And, but, you know, I needed a, I needed a year you know, in some kind of high-level junior yep. to make it to Belleville. And so they sent me down to in uh, Wellington in Tier 2 Junior A team. And uh, I kind of, you know, fought there, got a lot of playing time, and uh, I was just getting myself ready for next year kind of deal. Well, and that's the thing with Junior A, like especially mid-90s yeah. Junior A. I mean, it was called Jungle A for a reason. Like There, there had to be some shit going down in that league. Yeah, and uh, you know it was funny because uh, another guy drafted high, you know, Sean Brown. Mm-hmm. We both got sent down that year. You know, he he was up and down, and he was a freaking excellent player. You know, 
He had hands. He had size. He had skill. But he just needed, you know, a little more time, you know, to perfect it, you know. And I I don't know how many games he played, but he ended up getting, you know, drafted, what, second round that year to Boston, you know, playing up and down. Yep, yep. Well, he ended up having a 400-game career in the NHL, so. Yeah, and one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet, you know. And his family, you know, the same way, you know couldn't say nothing bad about nobody you know I, I i look back and think of guys i played with and sean brown craig mills just those guys you know had great families you could tell they were brought up right and just good people you know and they deserved what they you know got you know craig mills won a gold with uh team canada in the junior yep you know under tw- or what do they call it now you know, um, yeah, the under what is it, under twenty, whatever. But yeah, under twenty. Team. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he was he was our captain that year. The 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 you know next year, but yeah, just certain guys you play with, you always remember. You know what I mean? Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, so then, like, so ninety four, ninety five. You're eighteen. You make the Belleville yeah. team. Yeah, you played 53 yeah. games, 139 PIMs, so you were getting busy. No one had to tell you what yeah. to do. I'm sure you uh, know over no, the summer, we, did you kind of take any boxing or anything to get ready? Or I, I did. I boxed uh, my, uh, growing up, my next-door neighbor, his name was Charlie Stewart. He was the middleweight heavyweight champion of Canada. He had Border City Boxing Club. He'd, I'd get home from school, he'd say, Todd, get in the car. You know, he'd drive me to his club and... I'd be, like, sparring against Pete Pastoka. He was a a Canadian champion, you know, and there was guys like Dave Benito that fought in the MMA, you know, in the early years of the UFC. Yep. And and he just put me in the ring with guys like that and said, you know, this is how you're going to learn. And I just, that's how I learned how to box, like getting thrown in there. (laughs) There you go. But, yeah, Charlie Stewart, I I owe my, uh, my fighting, or... You know, learning how to throw a punch to Charlie Stewart. Your pugilistic prowess. <laughs> and he's a, he's a Windsor Hall of Famer. There you go. You know. Yeah. Well, like I was going to yep. say, in the mid-90s OHL, you needed it, you know, if you were going to play that role because there, uh, there was some tough cats skating around in that league. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yep. well, and like I was going to say, well, we'll start with just, uh, you know, kind of your, your, you know, your Belleville teammates. We'll just kind of get you some, like you are talking about Craig, Craig Mills. But I mean, you had a few yeah. NHL guys. You had like Richard Park on the team, Sean Brown, Richard Park, yeah, Doug Sean Dowd. Brown, Radim, Radim Bichanik, uh, um, Dougie, Dougie Duell, yeah. And uh, Doug, Doug was a big influence on my career. You know, like I looked up to him. He was, you know, just a hard nosed winger, loved the board, playing on the boards, that could fight. You know what I mean? You looked yep. up to that kind of guy. You know, just practice hard, played hard. You know, you didn't never seen him do anything stupid off the ice. You know, yep. You know, you looked up to him, and uh, I want I, you know. You look at him as like, man, I, I'd like to have a career like that. You know, and you never know what's gonna you know hockey's gonna bring you. Yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. So but yeah, he he had a hell of a run too. He's a tough dude. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he, I me- I remember him sitting 
in the dressing room after playoffs and he looked at me. He's like, screw it. You did good for a rookie. You know, it's like uh, how many penalty miss I had. He's like, that's good for a rookie. He's like, good for you. You know, he, he was proud of me, you know, kind of yeah. deal. You know, it made you, it made you feel good. You know what I mean? Cause I, I looked up to these guys. I was a rookie, yeah. you know? Well, that's the one we thing. Had, yeah. Well, it was, I was going to say, it's, it, that's like the one thing, though, right? I mean, everybody could always say, oh, it's when the coaches say it to you or the fans or your billets. Hey, you're doing great. And that's good. Yeah. But when it's coming from the boys, that means something. Yeah. That means a lot more. That, that's a that's a big deal, you know? Yeah. We we had a good team that year. We probably should have. We lost, I think, uh, to Guelph in the semifinals that year. And Guelph had a stacked team. Todd Bertuzzi, Jeff O'Neill, you know. Yeah. And it, they we just couldn't. You know, we were a young team, and they were they were a veteran team that been there before. You know, and we ended up losing. But yep. you know, we had Dan Cleary, you know, future, yep. you know, seventh round overall Chicago, you know, and had a great career. You know, won a Stanley Cup with Detroit. You know, first uh, newfie to ever do it, I think. Yep. So no, absolutely, yeah. There was a lot of good players on that team that year. Yep. Yep. So it was like, um, yeah. what was like, what was your sort of your biggest adjustment going from like junior A to uh, to the OHL? Um, well, in uh, in tier two in Wellington, I you know I had a little bit of play time, yep. you know, you know I, I was a, a good solid defenseman, you know, fighting, you know, I didn't score, I got the odd assist, but I, I was more of you know just solid stay home defenseman when I played in uh, Wellington and went, but with Belleville, Matt, Larry Mavity, he, he was trying to transfer me to being a forward, you know? Yeah. And I might get a shift or two in OHL my first year. And, uh, and that, that was the biggest thing, you know, just learning how to be prepared, cheer on your team and be there. You know, when, when, when he was like, screwy, get the fuck out there. And do your thing, you know. It's one of those deals, you know. I could I could shit all game and just get a get a shift at the end of the game, and more likely I was going to end up fighting. But it was one of those deals, you know. You just you got to be prepared and make that shift count. You know what I mean? Make yourself stand out, kind of deal. You know, I, I tried to make my stuff make myself stand out by fighting, you know. Yep. And you know, I wasn't skilled. I had heart. You know, and that's what I did. I went out there, made the statement, got back off the ice. <laughs> yep. Quick shifts. Quick yep. shifts. Yeah, exactly. Get get pucks deep, right? Yeah. It. Uh... Yeah, dump and chase. When 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 the game was dump and chase. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, like you were saying, yeah. so it's like ninety four, ninety five, and I mean, there's no shortage of uh, of toughness in the Ontario League. I was just going to throw some names at you. So, I mean, you're in yeah. Belleville, of course. You're in the Eastern Division, division, um, and like the leading team in the East there was uh, Kingston. So, I mean, of course, they yeah. had the leading scorer David Ling, who went on, of course, David to Ling. Yeah. Yes, sir. And still playing. He's playing Senior uh, A right now with I, I think uh, in Hamilton somewhere. Yeah, you know, I mean, just a man that's never going to quit. <laughs> no, just keep going. Yeah, I mean that team, man. Mm-hmm. They were a stacked team. Man. Chad Kilger, Mike Ware, Kelly Corpse, but they had a guy. Yeah. It was interesting. I was going to ask you: was Brett Lindros? See, I, I Lindros. He, he's one of. The, I was a Lindros fan, like 
Eric Lindros. Yeah. I grew up like worshiping Eric Lindros, and getting a chance to play against his brother is like, you know, you didn't want to touch him, you know, because it was like Lindros is like OHL royalty, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of deal. So, but I never, I, I never ended up getting you know face to face with him. I always ended up fight, fighting uh, Ken Boone. Yeah, I was guess that was my next. Yeah, Boone. Yeah, he uh, Boone. Yeah, he's a tough dude. Yeah, and then uh, yeah. Well, and then of course, then you got Oshawa. I mean, they of course they mm-hmm. had the, you know they had Mark Safard and all that. But I mean, in terms of tough, yeah, Nathan Parrot. Yes, I never fought Parrot. Eric um, Bolton. Eric Bolton. Eric Eric Bolton. I fought. Um, How did that go? I remember this one fight. Oh my god, he was one of those guys that like. You touch him, and next you know he was naked, you know, kind of deal. And you're, like, scrambling, what to grab? What are you going to grab? And, yeah. you know, he's just feeding you the punches, and you're trying to, you know, go back. And I remember after the fight in Oshawa, we're sitting in the penalty box, and he leans over, looks at me, he goes, either you're fucking just fucking stupid or you're just fucking big balls. And I looked at him, I said, I got a little bit of both. <laughs> you know, just it was funny. And next shift, you know, I get out, and – uh was it Maxwell? Yeah. And uh, I think he was the captain that year, and he's like, man, you know, good job, you know, you know, kind of deal. So it's one of those deals, you know, you, you fight those heavyweights, you know, I'm a rookie, you fight them, and uh, you just relish, you, you just do your best kind of deal. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, then in North Bay, here's another name I'm going to throw at you. And this guy went on to, of course, legendary minor league enforcer was none other stone cold steve mclaren yeah that that's one one guy i never got to fight so i'm kind of glad because that man was nuts <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah he, he was known for you know he was known for what he did you know he did it good i was gonna ask you now of course um you know of course with the information age now and video and youtube and blah yeah. blah, blah all over the place i mean you could see all the guys you're fighting against or whatever now if you were playing but back then of course right. it was very primitive did was there any sort of fight tapes going around or anything that you ever watched it wasn't it wasn't fight tapes you know you you got into the rink and they always had like papers yep. of everybody's stats yep. you know yep. who played for the team they had penalty minutes, and I always looked. I grabbed those stats and looked at my, you know, penalty minutes and uh, looked at who was there, you know. You got, you know, going say you're going into Ottawa. You're going to see Freddie Oduya. Yep. You're going to see, you know, Bell. You're going to see Boynton, you know, guys like that. And, man, I got lucky with Freddie Oduya one night. He He – I remember this clearly. I don't know why. We squared up, and he threw an uppercut and missed me, and I heard the crowd in my back of my head, like, ooh, you know, like, <laughs> thank God he missed kind of deal. Yep. <laughs> but, you, you know, you that's what you looked at, is those stat sheets. Yep. You know, every game you, you went into, they were laying on the benches in the dressing room, those stat sheets, and that's what you looked at. You know, you didn't look at video. Yep. You looked at the stats and see when everybody was, and that's what you went by. Yep. And that even when I played pro, it was like that. Yeah. Oh yes, the uh, the primitive days. The kids listening don't understand. Yes. Without the internet and YouTube, what did we ever do? Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. Uh, it's it's probably a good thing because 
Yeah, I, I, I was nervous going into games. You know, I, I knew what I had to look at and what I had to do, you know. Yep. My, I, I considered myself as a motivator, as a deterrent. You know, I get out there, get guys off their game, the other opposing team, and let my guys play kind of deal. Yep. You know, I, I was a typical, you know, uh, Avery or Barnaby or, you know, yep, in yep. the minor leagues. Yep. You know what I mean? Were you a big yapper? You know, I, I, I couldn't yap with the best of them, but, you know, I just smile, you yeah. know, and that pissed them off enough, you know? Yeah. You know, I didn't have the one-liners. I didn't have that kind of stuff, but, yeah. you know. You know, I just I, I went out there and just smiled and maybe you know stuck them in the groin a little bit here and there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or chopped up, chopped their skates a little bit. You know, get them off their game. So the rest of the game, they'd be chasing me around the ice. Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, like I said, I'll mm-hmm. just go through a couple more rosters. But one of the guys I wanted to ask you about because I talked to him on here quite a bit on on Twitter, and he's a really good guy. Yeah. And he, of course, played in the NHL. He wasn't a top guy, but I mean, he's a good dude. Played in Sudbury, unbelievable OHL career. Well, he played four hundred games in the NHL too. He was good, but yeah. OHL, this guy was unbelievable. Played for the Sudbury Wolves, Jamie Rivers. Yeah, he he is like a. I've noticed that he's a Twitter man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep, yep. But I I don't know if I played against him, to be honest. I might have, but, you know, he's one of those guys that if I did play against him, I wouldn't have messed with him. You know what I mean? He was a defensive, offensive defenseman that yep. could put the puck in the net, and he was out of my league. You know, I didn't mess with that kind of guy. Yeah, well, he was a, when he was in Sudbury you know? against you. Yeah, he, had, he played in Sudbury, but... Uh... One of the guys on that team that I want to ask you about, of course, has become minor league legend, and he was banned. This is the year he got banned from the OHL for life. Yeah. Was Coopel Gary Coopel? Coopel, yes. You remember he scary played in Gary? Central Texas? Yep. I, I scare Gary, cross eye Gary, whatever you want to call him. Yep. I, I didn't know him, but uh, I played against him. Never, never had to fight him. But you know, it's not like I wouldn't have. I just never had the opportunity to do it. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. You know, there there wasn't a guy I couldn't, I wouldn't fight. You know what I mean? Yep. We're all human. You know what I mean? Yep. It's not hard type of guy if you're if you're worried about it. <laughs> no, exactly. Well, I'll just cut, throw a couple you more know? names at you, and we'll we'll uh, we'll move on to the next year. But do you remember Dennis Maxwell? Yeah, you de- I, I, yes, Dennis, big old big old dude, big could throw the bombs. Never fought him, but yeah. He had a good minor league career. Yep. You know, I think he won some AHL championships, didn't he? I believe he won one. Yeah, and I know he he had a pretty good yeah, run over in uh, over in, in the UK actually. Did he? Yeah. Him and another guy that actually did went overseas and did really well was that Andre Payette. Yes, Andre. I remember him. I remember him in Sault Ste. Marie. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I I can't recall fighting him, but I I think I did. But it was, I think I did fight him once, but I, I can't, you know, say for sure. But, I, you know, there, there's so many guys, this is 20 plus years ago, oh, exactly. you know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. And, yeah. uh, you know, with many punches to the head, I forget who I fight and who I did fight. <laughs> yeah. Kind yep. of deal. Is there, well, is there, well, I'll ask you, well, then we'll just do this. I mean, is there a, yeah. a fight in junior that, like, stands out to you that you remember? 
or that that, that you had, and then afterwards you're like, you know what, I can hang in this league. Like I'm not. Like was there any I'll tell was you there about, any fight that was a defining the, moment like that for you? Yeah, there, there was fights. You know, like I remember sitting on the bench. We're playing Peterborough, and uh, I'm a fourth line guy. You know. And I'm sitting next to Adam Robbins and uh, Scott DeWolf. And we're, you know, barely get on the ice. And I'm looking at these guys. And I was like, I'm going to fight, you know, Matt Johnson. And they're looking at me. It's like, fucking nuts. I was like, watch. Next shift, I'm fighting Matt Johnson if I get out there. Next thing you know, we're out there. Matt Johnson's out there. And I just grab a hold of the motherfucker. And I was like, we're fighting. <laughs> you know, that that was kind of a like a game for us, you know. Yep. You know, if there was a fighter, I'm going to fight him. I, I was I was going to do it, you know. And uh, by the end of it, he was he, he was on top of me. His knees were on my shoulders, and he was just feeding me, you know, lefts and rights. And uh, he ripped my nose. And uh, it was one of those deals I was like, man, maybe I shouldn't have fought him. <laughs> <laughs> You know, because he was a big boy, you know? Yep. And uh, he ripped he ripped my left nostril. I had, had it stitched. Yes. And uh, we were in, after, the, after the fight, I was in the, getting stitched up, and they couldn't use uh, freezing. So our trainer was sticking me with a needle on my left side of my, my cheek, and they were stitching my nose at the same time. He made me forget about the stitches kind of deal, oh. you know? Yeah, couldn't use the the numbing. <laughs> yeah, that's uh Oh, I'm I'm just I'm I'm getting the, I got the shiver just thinking about that. Oh man. Yeah, you get getting some needles in your nostril cuz yeah. it was ripped right off. Yeah. You know, he threw an uppercut and just tagged me. But yeah, I remember him sitting on top of me and just feeding me left and right and I was like, what I fucking do? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I I was 185 pounds soaking wet. He was two fifty, whatever he weighed, you know. No, oh, it's a but large human, yeah. That's that's what I did, you know. I, I was I, I considered myself a middleweight when I played, and I I went out looking to fight the heavyweights. Yep. You know, you know. I don't know what it was. You know, a little bit stupid, a little bit ballsy, but. But I mean, if you, you had, if you're going to stick around, that's what you had to do, right? So. Yeah, and I enjoyed doing it. You know. There you go. Yeah. It was part of the game. You know, yep. Yep. that was my job. You know, I felt that was my job. Go out there, get those guys, get them to beat me up, <laughs> or, you know, get lucky and, you know, you know, beat them up. But it was, I felt it was my job to get them off their game, to not worry about, you know, the guys that could put the puck in the net. And that was, that was my thing, you know? Yep. Well, so that's uh, so you, you you know, like you said, you get to the playoffs. You have you guys had a decent run. Well, then we enter the uh, the ninety five ninety six season, which uh, is uh, an interesting year because I was saying as I was uh, researching your career before we got going with this interview, yeah. I wanted to look into it and everything else. And I, like I said, being out west, I didn't pay all that much. I mean, I knew what was going on in the OHL, but I mean, again, yeah. it's been. 20 some years so I mean I looked into it and as I was kind of going through your London Knights roster I'm writing some names down I'm like okay I'm gonna ask him about this guy and he played against this guy yeah I did not realize until I looked further 
that the 95-96 London Knights were the worst <laughs> team in OHL history. You guys had three wins on the year. Three sixty and three. Wow. That's uh You forgot the we had three ties. So yeah. You can't forget about that. Yeah, I don't want to I can't forget about but, that. Yeah. What um uh, what's that like? Like just I I, I don't know. I, I was I came I came out of a training camp in Belleville. You know, I had a good fight against Thornton. Like I mean good fight, like toe to toe in Peterborough. And he was a rookie that year, you know, trying to make the squad. Yep. And I remember me and Thornton coming out of the you know, the hallway and he looks, Hey, St. Louis, thank you. You know, he's like, can, you know, thanking me for the fight, you know, cause he was a rookie trying to make the squad. I was like, Hey man, no problem. And my hand was mush. I mean, we went toe to toe and, uh, I didn't, you know, I sat out the rest of the, the, you know, you, you get one fight in, uh, exhibition and you're gone, you know, in OHL. I'm sure, you know, every year, you know, in the CHL, everywhere, it's like yep. that. But next thing you know, uh, I get called in uh, Larry Mavity's, uh in the office, and, hey, you're traded to Windsor. I mean, you're traded to London. I was like, fuck. You know, I didn't, I had no clue about London, you know. It was beginning of the season, so I go to London. I get to London. I mean, straight off the bus, we're going to Windsor to play. And, uh, man, I can't remember the coach that year in London. But I had long – I started, you know, doing the long hair there. Mike and Federko? He, he, uh, yeah, Federko. He grabs me and is like – he had a pair of scissors waiting. And all these – all the guys are on the bus. And he grabs me and says, turn around. And he starts chopping my hair right in front of all these guys. And – uh he looks at me. He's like, "How does that make you feel?" I was like, "Fuck! It makes me stronger." And you know, you you know, you're not going to hurt me by cutting my hair. And that was the beginning of London. You know, the London Knights. It was crazy. What, what, you know what? Uh, that just sounds so asinine. Why would you do that? You know, I, I'm not. I'm not joking. I didn't meet a single guy on the team. I didn't. That was my first time meeting anybody coming off the bus to the team and him just turned me around and start chopping my hair off like what do you do you know (laughs) you're an 18 i'm an 18 year old you know wanting to play in ohl hell yeah it it, it, yeah it bothered me but you know what it didn't bother me you know at the same time yeah you know you know no it's not gonna make me fucking weak it's gonna make me stronger you know it was it was an odd moment in my career, and that year probably wasn't. I wish I would have stayed in Belleville. I don't know why I got traded from Belleville that year, but Belleville liked to trade guys. They're always trading people, but one of those deals, you know, you got to make the best situation, and uh, just an odd situation to come into. Yeah, you well, know, wearing wearing those sweet Spidey Man, yeah, you know, yeah, Marvel jerseys, which I didn't mind. You know, that was pretty cool. You know, they're trying to change up this. You know, I guess the the franchise. You know, whatever. Yeah. You know, I'm glad they went back to the the original night look. Yeah, well, I think a lot but, of people were, but uh, well, for yeah. as bad as you guys were. You might have probably been the toughest team in the league, though, because anybody listening, get a load of these two teammates that you got. People will know these names. Yeah. If you're a minor league fan, 
Justin McPolin and Brandon Sugden. Yes. So you definitely had yes. help in the toughness department. Oh, we we weren't lacking on the toughness. No, that's that's definitely and and we had an overage guy, uh, uh, Corey Eisen. Yep, was tough as nails too. I played with him in Belleville, and you know he he was he was a five eight, you know forward, but could fight. You know what I mean? He could throw both hands, but. Not a lot, you know. I don't know if you ever heard of him, but he yeah, no, he was I, one yeah. of those guys that you know he played in the league for you know a few years before that. So yep, yep. That he he was probably one of my he was like pound for pound one of the toughest I ever played with. Corey Eisen. Yep. You know, good friend, good person. You know, couldn't would do anything for anybody. You know, on the ice. You yep. know. Well, like you said, but, he, yeah. he went on to play in the United League, and he played in the Western Pro League a little yes. while. And yep, he uh, yes, yep. Well, and like, but yeah, you 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 got you know, Sugden, yeah, tough, tough nails, golden golden blood, you know, golden glove boxer, you know, could fight, could box, yep, and could play hockey. You know, he was a good, solid defenseman. And then you got McPolin, you know, walking around saying he's cut like a knife cut like a knife you know <laughs> it was awesome he, he was a good guy you know he still is i don't know you know he was fun to be around mcpullen yeah well i've heard from a, from a few different people i've talked uh lauren tate like i was saying the off air yeah lauren tate mm-hmm. and a couple other guys that were like yeah you know mcpullen was a good dude man and i mean we, you know he's had some issues off the ice and you know yeah people can google that we're not going to get into it here but i mean uh, right. Being a Western League guy, like I said, I I never I didn't see much of the OHL back then. But from all that I've been told, I've been told that Justin McPolin was the toughest guy in the league. Would that be a fair assessment? He was, I I never got the opportunity to play you know play against him. You know I yeah. I think I you know and uh, he was tough. You know yep, just big, solid guy that loved the fight. You know he was just. One of those guys, you know, what I I can't remember him being that skilled, but he just wanted to fight. Yeah, he wanted to be there, and I think that's what got him, you know, to where, you know, he played in the OHL. Yeah, you know, back in those days, you needed guys on your team like that. You know, that would sit on the bench and get that tap on the shoulder and just go out there and fight. Yep. You know. Yeah, that's like with McPolin. I mean, I've seen there's limited video of it, but of course, I've seen some of his minor league stuff, and I I don't know. I think he got banned for life from the Central League or something. I have I have some video up on my YouTube page of him just like right. losing, just losing his mind. Yeah, but he kind of had like this Tony kinda, Twist kind of thing about him. He'd throw like these straight arm bombs, and he'd come out of his jersey yeah. and just lose it. Yeah, he was one of those guys that came out of his jerseys. Yeah, another Bolton. You know what I mean? Yep. You know, those guys, the Bolton was the best at getting naked. I always call it getting naked. Yeah. <laughs> You'd touch them, and they were naked. Well, you know? What, what, like, what your, do you do like, now? What are your thoughts on, on the tie-down thing? Like, were you a big, no, we should have tie-downs, or I don't give a shit? Like, were you a Jersey guy? Like, what did you I did, think? I didn't give a shit. I, I tied down. It didn't bother me. Yep. You know, I never peeled out of my stuff. You know, it, grab a hold of me, you know. We're gonna play a little game, you know. Let's see who can throw a punch, you know. Did you ever do? Deal, did you, you know? ever do the oversized sleeves or anything like that? 
No, I used to cut my sleeves. Yeah. I, I rolled them up, you know, so my elbow pads, you know, kind of showed. Yep. You know, I, I didn't do that in junior because we weren't allowed, but when I got the pro, you know, I had the short, you know, short sleeves. Yep. So I could, you know, throw a punch. You know, most guys, I don't know. It was different back then. You just threw, you know. You, there, it wasn't much thinking. Yeah, you thought, but it was more like, it, it seems like there, it seems like there wasn't a lot of jersey jabs and shit back then. I think guys just sort of just yeah. For it. it wasn't like you're holding the jersey with your left hand and jabbing. Yeah, we did that, but there's you know you get a lot of like rib rib punches back in the day yep. and yep. you know hell hell you you might get a, a cross check check to the face before you fought you know kind of deal you know yep stick was stick was a game part of the game back then you know. It's not like today you, you you could like jab a guy in the back of the head, you know, cross check him in the back of the head and get away with it. You know, nowadays you'd be, you know, suspended five games. Hell, I remember standing in front of the net and just like creaming guys, you know, raking their face with a fucking stick. Yep. You know, kind of deal. It's yep. just a different game. Yep. You know, obviously guys nowadays are like extremely skilled. You know what I mean? extremely skilled and I, I i like watching hockey for the skill you know i i'm upset about the game because you don't see the toughness it's rare you, you're seeing the reeves you're seeing the wilsons but it's getting rare you know yeah kind of deal you know what i mean you don't see that finishing your checks i miss guys you know you never seen a guy when i played you know skate away there's always guys finishing their checks. Yep. It's not like that no more. No. You no. know? Yeah, oh yeah. It's, 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 you, don't, it's, you don't see the dump and chase. You know? They, they throw it back their defensemen. They'll try, you know, skating in. And it, it's just a different game. Yeah. Oh, it's like it's like they, you may as well have five forwards out there. I don't know. Does anybody actually get yeah, deep? Yeah. You know, like. Exactly. But yep. that that's good. That that's telling you the skill level. You know what I mean? That's oh, awesome. absolutely. No, you know the stuff the kids can do now is unbelievable for sure. Um, it's I couldn't play nowadays. You know, oh hell, they wouldn't want me to play. I'd be running around chasing those guys. Oh, you, you'd be banned for <laughs> life. You'd be banned for off. life a weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, exactly. <laughs> well, so now we uh, the three win London Knights. I mean, you're there. You play thirty games. Yeah, and. Uh, the, was it mercifully you get traded, but to all things you get traded to home. How big of a deal was that? Yeah. Getting sent back to Wednesday? that was that was a huge, huge deal for me getting traded back home. Um, yeah, obviously we're not doing real good in the standings with London, and uh, and I I get traded back to Windsor, you know, my hometown. And uh, it, it it was it was a you know you, you grew up you know I grew up in Windsor you know thinking man I'd love to play for these guys one day you know you, you don't think you could and I always tell my friends I'll play for them one day and they'd laugh at you you know yep. like bullshit you know you you know I wasn't a good hockey player you know I I, I got to where I was with you know hard work and. Uh, and heart, you know, kind of deal, you know. Yep. And uh, I get traded to Windsor, and 
I, I know I didn't play a lot there. You know, I played, what, 19 games in playoffs. Yep. And uh, it was the – I believe I was meant to be a Windsor Spitfire at the end. You know what I mean? Yep. And uh, we didn't do too we, – we went into the first round and lost to uh, Detroit Whalers. Or, yeah, they're the Whalers back then. And uh, got got kicked out. I got suspended, uh, and me and the coach, Paul Gillis, we, I think it was game six, we were playing uh, the Whalers, and uh, me and Mike Maroney, don't know how this happened. It was real quick. I was on the bench. He, next thing you know, we were fighting toe-to-toe. I was on the bench. He was on the ice, and we were fighting toe-to-toe. And next thing you know, he backs up and, like, call, calls me on. I jump on the on the ice, and I get you see a video of it, and Paul Gillis trying to grab me, you know, and me and you know Maroney just goes toe to toe, and uh, I ended up getting myself and Paul Gillis spending for two games, and we went uh, seven games, uh, so that was fifth game. So we I ended up getting suspended for two games, and Paul Gillis for two games, and uh, we lost seven games in that series. You know, there were some good players, you know, Lee Jinman, Haggerty, you know, uh, I don't know. There was, there were some good players. Maroney, you know, there's oh, Brian, a bunch Bar- of guys. Brian, Brian Burrard? Brian Burrard. Sean Haggerty. Um, yeah, there were some good players that year. But, yeah, even our team, you know, we had yep. Mike Martin, DJ yep. Smith, uh, Joe Vanowski was already gone and gone. Jeff, so. Z- Jeff Zer, yep. Jeff Zer, yep. Mike Illich, Matt Cook, or Matt Illich, not Mike, Matt Illich, Matt Cook. Yeah. And, you know, I played with Matt Cook, you know, in Wellington as well. He what, was, what he was you, one I, of those guys. I, well, we won't go to, yeah. What, what are your, I've heard, I have friends that know, I'm not going to get inje- inject myself on the Matt Cook. What's your feelings on Matt Cook? <laughs> He was a good kid. Yeah. He was a good kid. I have always enjoyed playing with him. Yep. You know, I enjoyed watching him. You know, I, I would have been the same way playing the NHL. I would have had guys hating me. You know what? I loved how he played. You know, he was a small guy. He wanted to play. He wanted to win. You know, that showed, you know. He, he was a fucking dick. <coughs> yep. And that's, it made people hate him. But you know what? He's a Stanley Cup champion. You know what I mean? Yep, absolutely. And that's that's what you want to do when you're growing up. He had a good career. Yep. I don't care who you are, what you say about him, and he was a he made me proud. You know, you know what I mean? Yep. Knowing that I played with him and watched him grow up and what he did. You know what I mean? Oh, like you said, the guy, guy played a thousand games, made millions of dollars. Yeah. Can't knock the guy. I mean, he had had to do what he had to do, right? Yeah, no, exactly. And, and that's, it's, it's, it's awesome. You know, you wish you could be that kid. You know what I mean? Yep. He didn't have a lot of skill, but he worked his ass off to get where he did. You know? Well, another, another teammate you had was, uh, you mentioned him before, but, uh, DJ Smith. Yes. Uh, he, he was another guy. Just I grew up playing with him, you know. He was a year younger than me. Yeah. And we he we both played for Windsor Minor Hockey League, you know, Club two forty in Windsor. He was a year younger. 
And he was one of those guys, too, just had great skill. He was a good, solid defensive defenseman, and uh, and people loved him. You know, he was a good leader. You know, he was one of those guys that you respected, you know, on and off the ice. Yep. You know. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah wow. I enjoyed, you know, he was a fighter. He, he could fight. He could do it all. One of those. And it, it's sad that you know he 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 made a good run at it. You know he almost did it. Yep. But he had yep. he had a good little career. Absolutely. And look at him now. Yep. Obviously he's doing something right. <laughs> you know. Yep. With the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Assistant coach. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's been there for uh, what four years now or three or four years. So I mean. Yeah. Uh, you know he was the head coach in Oshawa there when they won the championship. And, yeah. Uh, yep. You know, like he's, uh, he certainly had his, uh, you know, I played, had, you know, he got his taste to a cup of coffee in the NHL, played 40 games and, but yeah, he yeah. was a, like tough dude and put up some numbers and, uh, I don't know, him yeah. and, uh, him and Sugden had a little bit of a rivalry. I saw that video. I didn't, I didn't see him fight. No. But, yeah. yeah. But I, I have a, I have an old Sudbury DVD that kind of during that season, Sugden and, and uh, Smith kind of have a rivalry, and they interview both of them, and they're kind of shit. I can see that happen. Kind of shit talking each other, and yeah, yeah. But uh, well, there you go. So yeah, you go to Bet- Windsor, and unfortunately, you kind of like you said, you get suspended, and uh, but uh, you, you had your uh, your OHL run there because the uh, the following year, as a twenty year old. Yeah. Uh, did you, now, did I, you think I did you were going to come? I, did you think you were going to come back to the Ontario League? I did. I did go to. I did go to a Windsor training camp, but we had uh, Tim Finley and Ryan Pollock as overagers. Yeah. And I grew up both of them. You know, we played Club Two Forty in Windsor, and I grew up with those two, and they were skilled. Yep. You know, Ryan Pollock was an underager. Tim Finley was a fifty goal scorer with Windsor. Both. You know, both amazing players and very good friends of mine. Yep. And but I I, I went there and had a really good camp and uh, didn't you know it, it just wasn't my time to play and then and my dad just died that summer. Yep. You know, so I was little little off in left field and uh, I had a tryout with uh, Toledo that year. And instead of going Toledo, I went and played Junior B in uh, Port Coburn. And I had a coach that – well, I actually went and played uh, 20 games, or I don't know how many games I played, but it uh, Tecumseh Bulldogs. I don't know. I know it's not in my DB, but I played a few games with Tecumseh Bulldogs and ended up getting suspended for like 10 games. I took a guy's – I scored two goals one game and – Took guy, I had a fight and took guy's helmet off and beat him with it. <laughs> so I got suspended for like ten games. Well, what league is and, that? And uh, it was like the Tecumseh Bulldogs. They they played against Leamington. It was the I, I have no clue what league that was, <laughs> but it was Junior B. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. And uh, ended up going to Port Coburn that year, playing for Wing Gruel was leading scorer though, you know, OHL back he played for uh Sault Ste. Marie. And uh it was kinda one of those deals, you know, when you I was a twenty year old 
pretty much, you know, coming down from the OHL, I could tell, you know, who wants me, you know, yep. who you going to, who's going to pay the best bucks kind of deal. You know, you're not supposed to get paid in junior B, but oh, yeah. when you, when you come down from the OHL, you kind of got a little, yep. you know, you know, playroom, you know, Absolutely. like, and yep. they're, they're, they, and in Port Coburn, there's like, okay, we'll take you. We'll pay for your school. We'll give you a you know weekly salary. And uh, I finished off my uh, junior career in Port Coburn, and uh, we almost won the championship that year. Yep. We uh, we came up short against St. Catharines. I was gonna say but, though, uh, down there you were a point to pl- point to game player. Twenty five games, twenty six points. Pretty much. Yep. Yeah, and. They they would sit me out a lot of games because a lot of the weaker teams they wouldn't I, I'd be behind the bench be an assistant coach and it was kind of bullshit I get mad you know I want you know I want points like the rest of the guys <laughs> well yeah everybody <laughs> yeah, wants, everybody I, wants I, to play right yeah yeah but yeah I had a good I had a productive season that year playing twenty five games I think I had what fifteen goals that year and yep. I'm not a goal scorer yeah you know. Yep, 146 penalty minutes. So, I mean, you, you, hadn't, you didn't forget yeah. that part either. Yep. No, I, I still I still tried to, you know, mess it up a little bit. I'd touch a guy and get a penalty in those leagues. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, though, there was one uh, just kind of looking there. Um, now, where was it? Because there was a guy that played. Uh, Larry Shapley was down there at the time. Yeah, we, we, we uh, squared up one game. And uh, I get, uh, you know, they, this was the big you know, everybody want to see us fight. Yep. And that man, we squared up, and he seatbelted me. He wouldn't throw a punch, nothing. I was so mad. <laughs> and he just tied me up. And I was like, this motherfucker, come on now. You know, he ended up getting drafted, you know, yep. Vancouver, I think. And I was pissed. I, that was, I was mad about that. You know. Yeah, but he's a big dude, too. They got him listed at 6'6". Six, no, six, six. Yeah. Yeah, it was a big old, big old dude. Yep. And that that was one of those deals. I was like, "Come on now, you you want to fight me?" You know, I was nobody. <laughs> but yeah. So the fight with Larry Shapley was a bust. Oh well. Yeah, he <laughs> he he pretty much put me in the seatbelt and wouldn't let me throw any punches, and I tried, but he wouldn't let it. <laughs> well, that uh, yeah. there we go. Well, that wraps up that. Todd St. Louis junior career. Yeah. Well, so now did you have any plans of, of, uh, turning pro? Was this a thought or was it still something you wanted to do? Or was it, I don't know. Did you have to get, you know, like what was your thought process that summer? Oh, obviously I wanted to play pro. I didn't know what I was going to do. You know, I had like lineups for, you know, Toledo and, and my dad died and he was kind of my like, guidance you yeah, know what i mean your de facto and, agent kind of yeah he and once he was gone i kind of did my own thing and and i it's it, it is what it is and i probably should have done what he wanted me to do but i didn't ended up playing one more year junior instead of going play pro but uh ended up getting getting a tryout with uh like charles louisiana uh first year team in uh west professional hockey league yep um going there and uh my first experience you know getting on the plane you know mid-october in canada 
Yep. I flew flying to Houston. You know, you're you're tearing off the clothes because it's so damn hot there. You didn't know what to expect. You know. Yep. They're living in a motel for a month and a half, and uh, played two games. Uh, Dennis Marouk was uh, my coach there, sixty goal scorer. You know, with Washington Capitals. Yep. And uh, I was just out of shape. You know, I, I tried to bulk up that summer, and you know, just I got slow. You know, two hundred twenty pounds when I was used to playing at hundred, you know, hundred ninety five. You know, I got real bulky and just didn't work for me, you know. And uh, I remember I was being a, a, a scratch the third game in the season, and uh, he's like, man, we put you on waivers. We are at a bar when he was telling me this <laughs> after the game. You know, he's like, screw it, you know, cheers. You did good, but I'm putting you on waivers. Let's get drunk tonight kind of deal. I was like, fuck, okay. You know, so uh, next you know, I'm I'm looking for a place to play next day. You know, and then thank God Fort Worth Brahmas, uh, Coach Bill McDonald, he was a, uh, you know, Thunder Bay, you know, Senators, you know, kind of coach. Yep, coach. You know, I don't know if you know Bill McDonald. Ever heard of him? No, but he he was uh, with the Fort Worth. Uh, fired the year before they won a championship in the chl that year yeah and he picked me up and found a place to play you know you know there were some tough guys on that team that year you know mel angelstadt yeah i know i'm friends with matt mel you know uh uh, well yeah well let's get it yeah so you the western pro league so yeah some of the characters on this team uh well the first guy we'll talk about and i know he's listening i'm gonna get him on the show old mad max old max mittendorf what are your memories of max Max, he was one of those old guys, you know. I looked up to him, you know. He he'd been around the block. Yep. And he he just had something about him that like you wanted to look up to him about, you know. He was just calm on the ice. He was calm in the dressing room. He was a leader, you know. Yep. And it, it sucks, you know. He's at the end of the, his career, and I wish I could have played with him longer because I could have learned a lot from him, you know. Just he was a good good guy on and off the ice. You know, you could tell he he been at higher levels. You he, just the way he played, you know. Yeah. And just sucks, you know. Minor leagues is a young man's kind of deal. You know what I mean? Yep. They're gonna keep a young kid before, uh, you know, a fifteen year vet. You know. Yep. You know, it just that's how it is. That's how the game is. Yep. And but he was a good guy, you know. On and off the ice, I looked up to him. He was one of my mentors. You know, the years that year I played with him. Yeah, I just it, it was crazy. You know, I, I think I, I I look at Matt. You know, Max, or and I, I remember you know, uh, beautiful people by uh, Marilyn Manson. Yeah, I remember being on the bus. I remember that lanky motherfucker. He was tall, bald headed. And that song comes on. He's in the middle of the freaking aisle, just head banging. You know, just I thought that poor man's head was gonna pop off. You know, just the beautiful people, the beautiful people. Yep. And every time I've, I've years, years to this day, I hear that song. I think of him. 
you know, he was a good guy. He he was a good guy. Yeah, well, like I said, I've, I've talked. I'm about not just saying that because he's going to listen to it, you know. Oh, I know. Well, he was he was he was pumping your tires to me the other night, and uh, I'll get him on. I, he tells me he's got some screwy St. Louis stories, so we'll uh, we'll, we'll I'm going to get Max on. We'll uh, we'll be. We'll yeah. be talking about you here in a couple of weeks, but uh, another guy you brought up, a, a friend of mine and legendary minor league enforcer, and he wasn't in Fort Worth long. He's only there for 19 games, but was Mad Mel yeah. instead. How badass was Mel? He, he's one of those guys that just a good stay-at-home defenseman that was tough. Yep. You know, and when he was on the ice, there was nobody going to mess with nobody on that ice. You know, no one wanted to mess with him. He was tough. Got to look up to, and uh, I, I'm. I was fortunate to, you know, play those 19 games with that man. Yep. You know, and it was it was a, it was a privilege. You know, you, you playing with guys like that. You know what I mean? No. And I get. I have several guys. I I could say that. You know. M- m- you know. Mel Engelstad is one of them. Yep. You know. You look up to him. You know. You're in the dressing room for a week, and you're looking up to him. You knew he was destined to do something. You know what I mean? Yep. You know he he wasn't just a minor league player. He he was he was a leader in the league in, in on the team. He was a leader. He was meant. You know, I know he only got one game in the show, but he deserved more. You know, kind of deal. Yeah. Well, he certainly had NHL toughness. There was no doubt about that. Yeah. Oh, definitely. He yeah. he could have fought anybody. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. It just that's how it is. You know. Absolutely. Well, like we were saying before, but, we got going, right? There's only so many spots. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, and then another... I, I agree. Uh, yeah, and then, well, like you said... Well, and then I didn't realize he was on the... He was only there briefly. I don't know if you'll remember him, but because he was a 19-year-old kid, but he, he went on to play in the minors for a little bit, was uh, Curtis Voth. Do you remember Voth showing up? Curtis, uh, I don't think I played with him. Well, he was on the team, but I, they have him listed as only playing four games. But uh, yeah, I, I think he was before me. Okay, I don't know if he. Ended oh, he kind of like up. he might have left when you were coming in. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because they got Trevor Converse yeah. listed here too. Yeah, Trevor, Trevor, that was a tough motherfucker, right? There. Yep, yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think he's still kicking around in Wichita area. But yeah, he was tough kid. Super nice guy, you know. One of those guys that you know you do anything for. You know, being a rookie, you know, yeah, those guys could handle themselves, but you know, like Mel or you know Trevor, you know, I'd jump in before them. You know what I mean? That was my job. That was my. I felt my role. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna fight before them, and probably took a few fights from them, but oh well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was a rookie. Well, I what... felt like I needed to. Well, I've talked to a few guys that played in that Western Pro League, and I mean, it was uh, like they said, it you know, it was just like just stacked with toughness, and it was a, yeah. you know, it was a new thing down in Texas and stuff. And I mean, um, what was just your feeling on those trips, and you know, playing in Shreveport and Central Texas and El Paso and Lake Charles? I mean, Austin. Did do you have any like? You know, did the uh, just any crazy stories from playing down in the south? Like, were you just sort of like, what is going on here? Like, these people are insane. Yeah, um, you, you, yeah, people. You know, because of the internet, you look at the the Quebec League. You remember that league? Uh, the uh, I, I LA, 
the LNH. Whatever it was. I, I, worked yeah. that, I worked for that league for a little okay. bit. I know all about it. Yeah. I believe the WPHL was tougher in that league. That's my opinion. I didn't play in that league. I, I could have. I had an opportunity to do it, but I didn't. I was going to ask you that. but uh, Well, I'll say that I, I believe... I don't give a shit. You know, we didn't have the the Morasty, whatever his name is. We didn't have guys like that, but we had guys that would do that. You know what I mean? I think a lot of that, I'm probably going to get fucking booed because of this. It's a fucking show down there. You know? Oh, absolutely. Squaring off. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And those guys talk before games. I know they do. They they fought. Yeah, of course. they. I could throw 100 punches. You know what I mean? I'm gonna. I'll get with you before a game and throw a hundred punches. But in the WPHL, we had guys that fought because we wanted to fucking win. We didn't fight because we we're fucking putting on a show. You know what I mean? Yep. And it kind of pisses me off watching that kind of hockey. It's still to this day like that in my in my mind. You know what I mean? It's a show. Yep. I I I, I I'm not trying to piss nobody off, but the WPHL is probably the toughest league. I think there was in the last 20 years, you know? Yep. You know, and I'm going to get like Maras. He won't friend me on Facebook anyway. I don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, you know, Chris, Chris, Walt, Chris, anyway. Waltz, Chris Waltz said the same thing when I interviewed him. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's a joke. You know, it's a show. They're putting on a fucking show. Yes. You know, yeah, yeah. it looked good on fucking tape, but come on now. I've watched that. I could have took half those punches and fucking done the same fucking thing. You know, they were light punches. They're not, you know, you don't, you don't have guys like Melanchuk fucking trying to fucking rip your head off. You know what I mean? It just like light, fuck, fast punches. Simple. Said it, done, over with. <laughs> there you go. Well, I'm, gonna throw I'm sorry. Some... Oh, hey, that's, that... <laughs> you're the one in it, not me. So, yeah. Yeah. We, we we played to win. We didn't play the show. You know yep. what I mean? Yep. Well, let's. I'm going to ask you about some of these names that were in that league. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm going to start with a legendary guy, uh, minor league guy, was Jacques Mayotte. Jacques. You know, he, he was a legendary. He still is. You know, his name will always be minor league legend. You know what I mean? Absolutely. He fought. He fought to kill. You know what I mean? Yep. I was 15 years old, you know, playing summer hockey in uh, Saginaw, Michigan. I watched that man rake some guy's face. I mean, literally, no reason for it, just rake his face. And I was like, God damn, I'd hate to fight him. You know, years later, I end up fighting him. <laughs> you know, How thank God he had a broken hand that, to get, you know. But, you know, and we're friends now. We, we talk, you know. And, uh. He's one of those guys that he's he'll be remembered as one of the toughest, I think, minor league players ever. Absolutely. You know? Yep. You know, I know, yeah, he had his crazy moments, but he's a good guy. He could play hockey, and uh, people enjoyed to watch him. You know? He just, he's, he's he was a good minor league player. And, yeah, he played NHL, and... Yeah, he had some good belts. He's just one of those guys, you know, like a Kimball. Kimball, goddamn. 
I don't, we're not going to get to Kimball yet, are we? Well, we're getting there, but uh, we'll yeah. go through. We'll go I'll, through the I'll, Western I'll, Pro League first here. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll wait on Kimball. Yeah, they're. Uh, yeah, well, and then like you said, a couple other guys. Well, and the guy that played in the Western Pro League forever in Austin, I believe he's still there. Is and they were calling him Skinny. Was uh, Ryan Anderson, big defensive? Right, I got a good story, Ryan Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> I've never, you know, to be honest, I've never fought Anderson. Really? You know, he'd fight anybody. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. And, uh, yeah, we had always lined up next to each other and, like, talk jokes. I don't know if we were, you know, I wasn't afraid to fight him. I would have fought him. You know, I remember after a game, I think I was playing for uh, Arkansas. And, uh, you know, after a game, we go to 6th Street, you know, in Austin, Texas. And both teams were there. And me and, this, me and Anderson, you know, yeah, my wife's going to hear this, so. <laughs> and uh, we're, we're at a bar talking to the same girl, you know. And uh, it, I'm going to sound gay, you know, saying this, but I don't give a shit. It's part of hockey, you know. <laughs> and uh, me and Anderson talking to the same girl, and uh, she looks at both of us, and uh, she goes, if you guys kiss, I'll take you both home. So me and Anderson look at each other, shrug our shoulders, and we just fucking lock lips. <laughs> and enough said after that. <laughs> but yeah, he was a good. He, he's a good guy, you know. You know, after you know, off the ice, on the ice, I had fun with that guy. We we, we poked fun at each other on the ice, and it was a nightmare afterwards. We'd we'd line up each other and we I'd wink at him and he'd just like, Fuck you <laughs> <laughs> Well there you go. You're that, uh, Yeah, so that that's dirty south right there, brother. Uh, skinny and screwy <laughs> getting at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well he's gonna hate me saying that. It, hopefully he never hears this but who well, gives a shit. Well we'll but, see. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, well, might yeah. to, well, I might have to get him. We'll get might have to get him on the show. We'll get, we'll have his uh, version of the story here. But uh, yeah, yeah. The other guy yeah. on, on, on Austin, I threw uh, Jeremy Thompson, uh, Rocky's little or older brother, I guess. Rocky's brother. Yeah. yeah. Was he younger or older? older. I don't know. I believe, older. A couple years older. Was he? he? Yeah. And he was a little little shot, shot off shotgun little dude. Yeah. Yeah. I, I never fought him, but. Uh, he he was a little shit. I had buddies that played for uh, Austin. Yep. And my uh, ex coach Jim Burton, God bless his soul. You know he he passed away a few years ago, and he was a IHL All Star. You know. Yep. And uh, I heard some pretty funny stories about him. You know, Will Thompson. Yeah, he's. Uh, I'm. I'm lining up to get him on the show. Hopefully, in a couple of weeks, he's going to come on here. So, uh, I heard. I heard he's a. He, he's a fisherman. He he does that lobster fishing or something back in the day. I don't know if he still does that. I don't know. I'll have to ask him. I know he owned his own oil company business. He was on city council. He's a man of many things. Here, I'll have to. Uh, he's okay. He, he's done pretty well for himself. I'll have to. Uh, I'll have to I'll talk to him. Yeah. He. Uh, well, yeah. if I talk to him, we'll, I'll get the. I'll get the lowdown on what he's up to. Yeah, there you go. But uh, yeah, well, and some other guys like you were in Lake Charles. But uh, I mean, you had Ryan Tobler yeah. and Darcy Vero. Darcy Vero, good guy, good hockey player. Yep. You know, you, you, we're rookie, we're all rookies. Darcy, me, Darcy, 
uh, Tobler, Ferroni, we all came to Lake Charles, you know. Obviously, I only played two games there, but, uh, you know, we're all there, you know. And uh, Darcy Verreau, you could tell he was a good hockey player. Yes, he was. You know, you know he only played in the BHA, BCHL, you know, never played in dub or nothing like that. But he was one of those guys that, like, he, he, uh, what do you say? He, uh, I can't think of the word. Well, he was sort and of like. Later in his career, he got better. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he sort of matured later. Yeah. Got matured a, later. And yeah. yes, exactly. Because he played and, you know, uh, before the five, or no, what is it, seven seasons in the American Hockey League? Played 37 yeah. games with the Washington Capitals. You know, like. Yes. You know, he'd never played in the Western Hockey League or nothing. And and if he would have, I think he would have never played in WPHL. You know what I mean? I don't know how he got looked over, you know, kind of deal. I don't know if he was trying to go scholarship and put the WPHL, or I mean, uh, the Western Hockey League, but he's one of those guys that if he would have played in w, uh, WHL, I, th- I don't think he would have played in the WPHL. And he took the back road, you know, kind of deal. Absolutely, yep. You know, he was just, you could tell he was a good player, you know, tough, 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 tough kid. Yeah. And yeah, how, I Tobler see had a great career, obviously. Yeah. Well, I see, I see you fought Tobler. How did that fight go? Do you remember? Just a big fucking strong, <laughs> strong guy, you know what I mean? Yeah. I tried to friend him on uh, LinkedIn. He won't friend me, but. <laughs> he didn't like you? Oh, well. I, I guess not. I, a lot of people didn't like me for some reason. I don't know why. But, yeah, I don't know. I remember uh, after I got, uh, you know, put on waivers playing for Lake Charles, I was playing against them in uh, Graham Townsend, you know, yep. it, you know, ex-NHLer. Yep. We were in the corner, and he's like, man, we, we bumped into each other. You know, I was we're fighting for the puck, and he in, during the scrum, he's like, man, I, I should never got rid of you. Like, well, fuck, dude. <laughs> you know, you know, he regretted getting rid of me. Super nice guy. The I, following year, he tried to get me to come play for him and make him, you know, for the whoopee. Yep. But I was already signed with, uh, like, uh, Arkansas, you know, kind of deal. Yep. Well, so that, uh, so your, your first year, actually, you guys had a pretty, uh, well, you guys had a really solid team in Fort Worth, too, that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we went, you know, we went to the finals. We we I think I don't even think we lost fourteen games all year. I think it was fourteen or seventeen. I can't remember. And yeah, 41, uh, you were forty one and seventeen. We, we, yep. And uh, it was one of those deals. We got owners can afford us, and we started not getting our paychecks. You know, you know, and the league took our team over. I think any mode owned our team. And, uh, about three quarters way in, they surrendered us to the league. So the league took over our team, <laughs> you know, we we're yep. playing in uh Tarrant convent, you know, Tarrant County convention center, you know, it seats 10,000 people. We're getting like a thousand people to our games and uh first place team. Yeah. And, uh, you didn't know if you're getting your checks on Friday, you know, it might be Friday. It might be, we didn't know. And, uh, it was, it was pretty rough that year. 
and ended up going, you know, playing against El Paso in the finals that year. And we didn't know if we're gonna where we're gonna play, so we started our. You hear us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I heard a beeping, and uh, we ended up playing uh, our first game. We were, you know, we're supposed to play our first games at our home arena, but we couldn't because we didn't have a rink. So we ended up playing at in El Paso, and ended up uh, losing the first two games in El Paso, then playing. Uh, next two games at our uh, at our arena and losing those games, we, we lost four straight, and we didn't lose against them all season. I don't think it was just a bad deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just we got screwed that year. I, I I believe you know we had a great team that could have won the championship, and we were just so scrambled because we didn't have owners, and the league took us over, and it was one of those deals. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean, like you said, you're in your, you don't know if the checks are going to bounce or if you're going to get any. Or, I mean, that's obviously, uh, you know, yeah, you're in the Western Pro League. I mean, no one's there making a ton of money or anything. But at the same time, I mean, no, I, you, Jesus, you want something, right? Like we're not doing this for free, yeah. you know. But no, I, I got home and got a, you know, good little uh, bonus check. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I, I, I think I got home and got twenty five hundred bucks sent to me. You know, for bonus. Well, you know. at, le- at least you got something out of them. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd rather I'd rather got home and got a you know nice championship ring. Well, yeah. Well, and then the, so that was ninety seven, ninety eight. So then ninety eight, ninety nine starts. Now, did you have it after the whole check fiasco and the team taking you know the league taking over Fort Worth and everything? Did you have any? Uh, like reservations heading back to the Western Pro League? Did you look for other things, or was it? See, yeah, I, I was actually looking to go uh, working on offshore offshore drilling rigs because I di- I didn't think I didn't know what I was going to do. You know what I mean? So I, I was looking to go into offshore drilling. You know, and uh, I found out my rights were I was drafted in the expansion draft to Arkansas. You know, so, and I was like, hell, I guess I'm going to play hockey in Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. And I had no clue about the team. It was a first-year team, you know. Jim yep. Burton, you know, all-star IHL, played in the Olympics and for uh, Austria, you know. Yeah. Played in OHL kind of deal. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to Arkansas. Let's see how this goes. Yeah. So, and best two years of my life, you know, best two years of my hockey career. I'll, I'll tell you that much. Well, and you know, then, I had a good coach. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So at 98, you're rolling into Arkansas. Uh, yeah. and I mean, and there's certainly no shortage of toughness on this team either. I mean, yeah, no. uh, Brian Pellerin, legendary yeah. NHL enforcer, Darren Campbell, Jason, yes, Jason Rushton. Yes. Frank Littlejohn. Yes. And Marty, the meat grinder, Mel Machuk. <laughs> the meat grinder. The meat grinder. So, you cert- <laughs> yeah. So I mean, there was certainly no, I mean, the uh, the game tapes, those would be interesting game tapes to see. But, uh, what? Wh- well, we'll start, I, we'll start with Darren Kimball. What were your, what was your impressions and how was Darren? You know, you, you think, you know, you watch, you know, grew up watching like uh, Don Cherry's Rock'em Sock'em. Yep. And 
you you hear you know that name Darren Kimball. You know, just throwing punch for punch, you know, kind of deal. And next thing you know, I'm I'm on the line with Darren Kimball. And you look up to him, you look at him, and it's like, God damn, you know, yep. why don't you, you know, kind of deal. And, uh, man, for a big guy, a tough guy, I bet he had the best hands I've ever played with. You know what I mean? He could sauce a pass to you. He could do whatever. You know, he you could tell he was calm, collective. He'd been up, you know, at the higher level. Yep. And he just he slowed the play down for you kind of deal. You know what I mean? Yep. You, you know, when, when a guy's been there and knows what to do, it's a different game. You know, he was it was different when he was on the ice. You know? He he wasn't there to fight, you know? No. You know. I, I was going to do it for him, even though he probably wanted to, but I was going to do it anyway. Yep. <laughs> but it was, he had skill. I don't give a shit what people say about him. He was, he had skill. Well, absolutely. It, yep. it, it, I, I can't explain it. You know what I mean? You know, you could tell he played in the show, you yep. know? Yep. And he deserved to be there. You know, it just, you know, you don't think of a, you know, fourth line guy coming down, playing in the show, coming down. You know, oh fuck, he's gonna be a fighter. No, that motherfucker had skill. You know, he he was talented, and that's why he was there. He just didn't fight. He could play there. You know what I mean? Yep. He he was a top liner. You know. Yep. Well, in, in our league. Yeah, and another guy that uh, I mean, he played. He you know played in the Western Pro on the Western Coast, West Coast. He was uh, he was in the LNAH for a bunch of years, and uh, another guy that had some uh, definitely had some skills uh, and was certainly tough was uh, Jason Rushton. Yeah, he was my roommate. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you have any stories of old Rush? Um, oh my God! No, I have I have a funny story. I th- I think we're in. Uh... Not Odessa, but uh, I can't remember the the team we were playing against. But anyways, we're he was always my uh, roadie, you know, roommate. Yep. And uh, you know, me being a you know, I always went out, you know, partied. And I remember coming in late night after a game, and he's in bed already. And I, I sit down on my bed, and it's fucking hard as a rock. I was like, what the fuck? Why is my bed hard as a rock? You know, and I flip the lights on. He's fucking under the covers, you know. My bed was turned upside down. Every fucking, every furniture in that, like, uh, hotel room was on my bed. I was like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? And he... He's still in his bed. And I go into the fucking bathroom and I see all my fucking clothes in the fucking in 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 the bathtub. And I had a at the time I, I remember I had a fucking leather Hugo Boss fucking shaving kit bag. You know what I mean? I loved it. You know, with had the Hugo Boss, you know oh, yeah. <laughs> cologne. So I pick up that shaving kit bag and I look in it and I was like, What the fuck is this? And I was like, it looked like a Hershey bar, you know, a big old fat Hershey bar. 
And I was like, what the fuck? And I, I, I go sniffing in it. And I was like, motherfucker, someone's shit in my fucking bag. You know what I mean? And, and uh, I, I say that. Someone fucking shit my bag. And I hear him giggling. And <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? And you know what I mean? Like, what do you do? You know, this kind of shit you, you deal with in the fucking, in the minors. Yeah, you, gotta, you know, guys fucking with your shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, and uh, it, was, uh, it wasn't him. Somehow. Yeah, it wasn't him. It was uh, Ryan Pollock. <laughs> he was a, uh, you know, guy I grew up with. You know, yep. we always played prank, pranks on each other. And they, they after a game, I'd go out and party, and you know, they always fuck with me. And uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I mean, eighty dollars worth of cologne, Hugo Boss leather bag, shit in it, and I was like, fuck, come on now, really? And he's fucking just dying laughing back there. But yeah, he he was a tough kid, you know. Well, absolutely. Yeah, I know it's not you know ex- explaining how tough he was, but oh, hey, it's just, hey, this is stories. He's my roommate, and yeah, life on the know, road, man. Yeah, life on the road. <laughs> it's a traveling circus. An Abilene. It was an Abilene that yeah. happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's probably not the first time someone shit in a bag in Abilene. I can tell you that. But no, fuck no. <laughs> you know, hell no. So I got them back in uh, Alexandria. I shit on a fucking paper plate and put it on their fucking on on the heater and fucking crank the heater up. So I got them back. I should be saying this out loud, but I am. Uh, whatever. We can always edit it out if you want, but uh, <laughs> no, don't edit. Uh, yeah, you know, statute limitations is is run out. We're good. Um, <laughs> oh hell, I'm not like president or nothing. <laughs> there, um, oh, you threw me off here. What was uh, all this shit talk? Oh, uh, well, uh, 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 Malnachuk, the meat grinder, uh, another kind yeah. of legendary right. kind of name the, in the mind. The shit grinder. The shit yeah. grinder. Yeah. No. What do you want to hear about him? <laughs> Well, just what, what you know, he's obviously a, a tough dude and uh, played in the minors for a he's while. He's a tough and, dude. Yes, he is. And, uh, what, I, I always, what, I always looked at his fights. You know, he he was like so, when he got into fights, he, he squared up and he wanted to fight so bad, but I think he just overdone himself and didn't really do as well as he needed to. You know what I mean? He's one of those, he's an overachiever. He, I think he fought too much when he fought. You know, he's like, I'm going to rip your face off. Yeah, he, he'd rip your face off. But uh, I didn't I didn't really see him do as well as he needed to. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, it's hard to say. I, it, you well, know, you, I, I, you were right there. I mean, you, I, I, you would know. I mean, uh, yeah. you're on the ice with but, him. So... No, I love, you know, yeah, I love the guy, but I hated the guy at the same time. You know, I don't think he liked me, to be honest. Yep. You know, because I was getting more of the attention that he wished he would got. You know what I mean? Yep. So yeah, you, got, you yeah, guys weren't hanging out off the ice is what you're saying. We we didn't, we, our, whole, our apartments were right across the, you know, you know, the apartment, you know, whatever from each other, but. Man, I don't know. He he was something special. I don't know. I I don't know if he's ever going to hear about this, but I could say some shit that would piss him off. 
Well, hey, it's, you know it's, what I mean? it's your interview. You can if you want. If you don't want to, we could move on. I mean, uh, like I said, we can, uh, you know. I mean, well, we'll put it this way. You guys didn't get along. We'll put it that way. I don't think we, we you know, there's some guys like a, me and Demonsky, me and, uh, you know, fighters that I, I got along with. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think I would have fucking, like, stepped up for that guy. You know what I mean? Um, I, I would have stepped over him to fight a guy just to piss him off. But I don't think we were friends. You know what I mean? Yep. I, 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 it was just one of those deals. I don't, he wanted to be the biggest, baddest motherfucker there was. And I'm not saying he wasn't, but this little guy was going to take his, you know, his star away from him kind of deal. Yep. <laughs> you know, I, I just, we didn't get along. There was and some, there, there was, you there know, was, there was some professional jealousy there on his part, I guess. I think so. I think so. And that's why we didn't get along. You know, he wanted to be the man yep. and it wasn't going to happen in Arkansas. Cause I'm not saying I was the man, but I just got the attention. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. You know, I'm not, it's just one of those things. Uh, I, I love him. I would have fought for him, but, hey, you know, yeah, I don't hey. think he would have done that for me. You know what I mean? Hey, it's one of those things. Like you said, you play with lots of people. And, I mean, anybody listening yeah. that played sports, I mean, I didn't like everybody on my teams. That's just the way it was. Right? Yeah. You don't like everybody. You know, you're at work. Yeah. Everybody has that guy at the office they don't like. I mean, you know, that's just the way life is. But uh, yeah. another guy that's on that team was uh, and a legendary minor league guy was Frank Littlejohn, who has played. Now there's Frank, a guy who yeah. there's a guy who's played forever. He's still yeah. Played. He played well, last Frankie. Year. Yeah, hell yeah. And Frank, he he was a, a rookie when I played with him, and you know he was a good, solid player that would play for anybody, play hard, play you know wouldn't give up, and. Uh, I'm glad he played that many years, you know. It, that's good for him, you know what I mean? I wish I could have done that. But, you know, not everybody can. No. No, you know, there's, there's to, play that that lo- to play that long, there's, there's a lot of luck involved, yeah. too. I mean, you got to stay healthy. You know, I, I wish he could have got a sniff of the NHL, you know, in a one game or something like that. You know, he could have. You know what I mean? Yeah. One of those kids that, that you – I loved watching him play. You know what I mean? I loved playing with him. Yep. You know? Yeah, he was a good kid. One oh. guy that played for Alexandria was uh, Dobbin. Uh, I was getting there, Josh Dobbin. There's another Western League guy. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember the first time I ever like encountered this motherfucker. We warm ups, and he keeps looking at me. I was like, "Why is this motherfucker looking at me?" And he kept pointing at me. I was like, "Okay, I guess I'm going to fight this kid." Don't know who the fuck he is, but it's go time. You know what I mean? And uh, we went we went toe to toe a few times, yep. and uh, he was a good, you know, a tough kid. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Didn't back down, and you know, and that's how I you earn respect from guys that just like point at you <coughs> and you know, kind of deal. It's like hell. That's how I did it. You know what I mean? I didn't give a shit. Yep. You know, you point at me. Okay, we're doing it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'll throw some and more. It, name, I'll throw some you other. You got to realize, I'm a, I'm not a big. Yeah, now I'm two fifty. You know, I was six one, 
195 when I played. You know, that's not heavyweight or nothing. But guys always fucking wanted to fight me for some fucking reason. I don't know why. You're a shit magnet. Yeah. You know, because maybe the rest of the guys on their team hated me and said, hey, you're going to fight this motherfucker tonight. Okay. You know, <laughs> I don't know what it was. <laughs> it just Well, there you go. Well, I'll throw some more names at you. How about uh, Sean Legault? Sean Legault, I never, I don't think I ever fought him. He played in Austin. Yep. But yeah, another tough motherfucker. You yep. know, he he had a reputation. You yes, know what I mean? Did. Yes, he did. Yep. Well, a guy who played yep. in Central Texas, David Oliver. Yeah, Oliver. He was a tough guy. Uh, I think he was a penalty minute leader. Yes, he was. The year I had three hundred thirty-one minutes, right? He had three fifty-seven. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I was trying to get that. I remember the last game I was playing, I was trying to, you know, the referee, I was like trying to, you know, get a 10 minute or something stupid like that to yeah. catch him, <laughs> but it didn't happen. <laughs> so I ended up getting second in the league that year. There was a, there was no, you, you know, how it is. the refs, the refs know what I was, what I was doing. So they're like yeah. laughing at me like, come on, motherfucker. Fuck you. <laughs> there is uh well, Keith Bland. Yeah, he was a tough guy, too. Yeah, But I don't think I fought him. I didn't fight Oliver or uh, Bland. Dean Schmier? Schmier. Played he New Mexico? Played... I don't think I fought him. Nope. Well, I might have. I I can't remember. But, See, I, yeah, I remember him. See, that's the thing with these the Western Pro League. It's like the stats are kind of uh, – kind of uh, sparse, so it's like, well, I know you fought, there was a guy that you fought uh, twice, and what, you, Corey Bricknell? Yeah, Bricknell, yeah, Corey, yes. great guy, great guy. Uh, he's uh, coaching now, I think, in Czechoslovakia right now. Uh, but, yeah, he played for Shreveport. We fought a few times, you know, good bouts, great guy. You know, we, we talk on uh, Facebook here and there, but, one of those guys that just a stay-at-home defenseman, tough, tough kid, you know. Yep. One of those guys. Um, oh, a guy I wanted to ask you about, though, was uh, another guy was uh, Peter Zerba. Yeah, see, I fought him my rookie year, and there was actually uh, footage of me and him fighting. Yes. You know, both had long hair, you know, and – yeah, he was he was one of those guys. He was like a Kevin Kamensky. Small fighter, could play hockey, you know, good guy. You know what I mean? Yep. You want him on your team. Yep. You know. You know. I I, I compare us middleweights, you know. I can I, 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 I think I was a middleweight, you know, like a Kevin Kevin Kamensky, Zerba, you know, guys like that. Yep. I wasn't, you know, I was 195 pounds, 102, you know, 200 pounds at my max. You know, not like today, 250. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> you know, 20 years later. It happens. Well, the ne- so the, <laughs> yeah. the next year, you uh, 99-2000, you're back in Arkansas again. Um, your your penalty minutes were, were cut in half. Uh, yeah. Was this sort of a, like, I, I, did you get hurt or did you kind of just want to slow down? No. Uh, my coach wanted me play more of a, have a role on a team, you know, try to be, 
a player, you know. Yeah. Yeah. He was trying to get me to play a little bit, you know. It, it, and uh, so I, I still fought a bunch, but I, I wasn't like fighting. I just wanted to go out there and fight. I was trying to play. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep, yep. And he, he, that's what he wanted me to do. He's like, Todd, I want you to become a more of a role player. You know, be a player, not just a role player. You know, you got talent, and I think you could be a better player than you, you, you know, last year kind of deal. You know, and Jim Burton, he was a skilled player when he played. Yeah. You know, and uh, he he made you believe some. Yeah. I had a little more more points, but yeah. nothing special. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you know, hey, but you're, uh, but so some characters that you played with that then the following year. Uh, well, this is when uh, Brad Demonsky showed up. Yeah, he was good. I, I I enjoyed playing with Brad. You know, he was tough. He and I think that's he took a lot of you know, stress off me, you know what I mean? Cause he was going to fill in, you know what I mean? Yeah. We had, we had Marty, we had Brad, then me. And, uh, yeah, John, I didn't, there was and a, who? That, uh, John Murphy. Oh, John Murphy. Yeah. So I think that that's a lot, had a lot to do with like my penalty mints coming down. You know, we had four guys that were willing to fight any game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, there's only so many fights you to know, go around, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly, and I didn't have to fight every game. Well, that's all right. Even though, you know, I would have, but I wanted to play more of a... I wanted to play more, you know what I mean? Well, everybody wants to play a little bit, I, I was try yeah. I was trying to change my game, you know? Yep. And, you know, that was my... Probably my... Not my best year, but... Those two years were my best years, I think. You know? Yep. You know, I enjoyed those years. You know, I... If... If Arkansas would never have folded, I would never have left that town, you know? Now, did it fold just because, like, like you guys, obviously, the attendance, how was it? Obviously, it was was the attendance non-existent there, too? The attendance was good, but they brought an each. Okay, our second year in the league, they brought an East Coast team in there, uh-huh. the Arkansas River, River, whatever they were. Yeah. And so there's two teams in that league in that city that year. East Coast and WPHL. We had better attendance, but they had money. You know what I mean? Yeah. And at the end of the year, I decided to go to culinary school, and that was a big mistake because mayhem just happened from there, you know. But uh, it, it was just bad deal. You know, you can't have two minor pro teams in a in one town. Not that size of town, anyway. No, that's that's. I didn't know that. Hap- that's bizarre. I I can't believe a team like I can't from in terms of an East Coast league. I I don't know yeah. why you would move to a city that already has a team, a minor league team. That's exactly. I've never heard of that before. It was it was it was odd. It was odd that year. Yeah. Unbelievable. Now, when you were so in Arkansas, I mean, how were the fans towards you guys? Uh, were they? Oh uh, my God, they 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 loved us. Yeah, we played in Nolan Arena. They treat us like rock stars. You know what I mean? And uh, I would have never left that town. I I enjoyed playing in Arkansas. Yep. 
Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a good town. Yeah, I remember I was talking to Josh Mazer, and he had played in Austin, and he was just saying how, oh, it was it was so much fun, and how the you know the fans just accepted you, and and it just, just yeah. said how fun it was, right? Weather's great, the fans love you, you know. There's no snow. Yep. You know it. Uh, yeah, like guys would guys, you know, after a game, guys would send me in first, you know, and I'd sign all the autographs. I I didn't, you know, there'd be a hundred kids waiting. So I'd be send, signing all the autographs, and guys would just go around me because I'd take care of everybody, and that was a regular thing. You know what I mean? Yep. I made sure I did the PR work for my guys, so they could go over there and get their beers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll catch up. I'm serious, though. Yeah, yeah, I'll catch up. You go ahead. Yep. Well, so like you said, that was ninety nine, two thousand. So two thousand, two thousand one. You, you like you said, you don't play. You go to culinary school. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, like we won't just, talk. We won't talk about what happened those years. Well, that year, yeah, it was <laughs> like you said, it was a rough year. Um, yeah. Like, was it just you were pissed that they folded and I'm not playing anymore, or like I, 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 I believe I was just pissed off. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we had a good thing there in Arkansas, and uh, it was just like standing on the carpet and just fucking ripped out from underneath you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, and East Coast comes in and thinking they're bigger, better, and better. And I think we would have, we should have played them. I think we'd have whooped their ass. I'm I'm dead serious. You know what I mean? Yep. You know, we, you know, WPHL at the time, we were tough. We we could fight. We could score. We would have destroyed an East Coast team. I think. You know, people don't realize the WPHL. We didn't have limits like East Coast, you know. Yeah, East Coast had like guys being set down, but I I think we could have destroyed any East Coast team that year, any WPHL teams. That's yeah, my opinion. Like the WPHL, like there was no vet limit or anything, right? No, there wasn't. We didn't have a, a salary cap or nothing. Yeah. You know, guys were making some bucks. You know, that's how we got the Darren Kimballs, yeah, and the Brian Stacys and Brian Secords. You know, guys that had pro contracts at one time. You know what I mean? Yep. You know, uh, Jeremy Thompson. You know, played for El Paso. You know, fucking one of the best players ever playing that league. You know, ended up playing in the, for St. Louis. Yeah, well, like you said, there's some named guys that played down there, right? I mean, uh, yeah, there's you know. some, there were some dudes making some cash for sure. Yeah. And like you yeah. said, and the weather's yeah. good. You can go golfing on your off days. And uh, and that's what we did. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. So why why would you? Why not, right? Um, so you have the lost, the lost year there, uh, you know, uh, in culinary school and all that. But in 2001, yeah. 2002, you make the comeback. Central Hockey League, yeah. Amarillo Rattlers. Yep. Uh, what uh, what prompted you to go to Amarillo? Um, Brian Pellerin. Yep. Uh, I played with him for the last two years in uh, Arkansas, and uh, he's like, screwy, you know. What are you doing? I was like, nothing. I was like, he's like, you want to come play in Arkansas? I mean, uh, Amarillo. I was like, hell yeah. So they signed me to a contract, and next thing you know, I'm – 
come October, I'm in uh, Amarillo, Texas, two weeks after uh, 9-11. Yep. Um, getting searched in Buffalo, New York, and uh, it was pretty it, – it was tough. It was a tough time, you know what I mean? Yep. You know, because 9-11, you know, we didn't know what to expect. You know, I was getting on the plane. It it was a bad time, and you know, in oh world, this world, changed, you know changed, what I mean. Changed the world, it did. Yep. Yep. That that changed the world. You know what I mean. And uh, it, it's something I'll never forget. You know, getting on the plane in New York, Buffalo, and having uh, drug sniffing dogs and guys with AK, AK or uh, M16s, you know, checking me and stuff like that, and. I'm getting on a plane to come to Amarillo, Texas. So, and uh, I come to Amarillo, Texas. Uh, Joe Fer- Ferris and Brian Pellerin's my coach, and uh, had a, you know, we didn't we didn't do too good that year, but I had a personally I had a pretty good year that year. You know, it's one of my favorite years of playing hockey. You know, I I enjoyed playing in Arkansas, but my first year in Amarillo was. Uh, I'll never forget, you know, I, I, uh, I won a bunch of awards that year and, you know, fans choice, you know, fan favorite, you know, um, can't remember what else it's hanging on the wall, <laughs> Yeah, but it's one of those deals. You know what I mean? Well, you, you, <laughs> you did, know, co- you, you did a bunch of fighting that year. I know that yeah, I'm looking at your fight card. They have that. Yeah. And there's some names on there. I'll, uh, yeah. My, 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 uh, my owner, he'd come in the dress room on home games. He's like, screwy. He's like, 200 a fight. I was like, okay, I could do that. <laughs> Fucking getting two fights a game. Yep. Fuck, he got, he come shell that money out. And I was like, fuck yeah, let's go to the bar afterwards. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be fighting for, you know, hell, that's double my paycheck, you know? Hell. Well, well, I'm going to throw some names at you. Then we'll uh, we'll get your we'll get your thoughts. Uh, a guy you fought a few times on here. Uh, oh, pardon me, uh, Ken Feld. Yes, sir. He had a punch. He was a heavy puncher. You know, he he was solid. He just a solid puncher. You know, if you didn't tie him up, he was going to fucking make you pay for it. Kind of guy. You know what I mean? Yep. So, yeah, actually, I, you know. He he was like a Paul Ferroni, you know. And Paul Ferroni was one of the toughest guys I ever fought in my life. I think, yep. and you know, for years he was the toughest guy in the CHL and WPHL. I think Paul Ferroni and Ken Fells was up there with him. Yeah. Well, and there's yep. a guy that played in the NHL a little bit, and he was a big bastard from the Ontario League, and he never he was a first round pick. He never panned out, but you fought him was Alex Stoinoff. <laughs> Stoinoff. He he was one of those guys. He's a Windsor boy. Yep. And uh, just one of those guys. You know, when I was growing up, I looked up to him. He was a what first round pick, seventh yep. overall, Vancouver. Yep. And uh, just I looked up to him. You oh, know I, what I mean? I remember everyone calling him. The, they they took him. I remember the draft when they took him. They said he was going to be the next prober. Yeah, he had a big. Yeah. He had a lot of hype. But he was a big bastard, though. He was tough. Yeah. Just one of those guys that should have and didn't, you know what I mean? Yep. You know, had skill, you know. Yes, he did. And had had the hands, but 
I don't know what happened. To be honest, I don't. You know, I'm friends with him on Facebook now. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like one of those things, right? It's just hit and miss, but... Um... Yeah, you, you never know. That's that's the thing about, you know, the, you know, being drafted to the NHL. You know, you got guys that get drafted all day long, you know. And you get guys that don't get dra- drafted that should have been drafted. You know, you know. Well, there's lots of luck and politics involved, and if the right person doesn't that's, like if they like if the right person doesn't like you, you're screwed. That's exactly what it is. Oh, it's shit politics and hockey. It starts in goddamn peewee and doesn't end. You know exactly. You know, I, I when I played in uh, Port Coburn, uh, Teeter Kennedy. You know, he's a uh, ho- hockey Hall of Fame. You know, his numbers retired with the Toronto Maple Leafs. He passed away, you know, a few years ago. He was an old, old man when I played for uh, Port Coburn. But uh, when I played there, he was like, I I want you to, you know, you wanted me to get a trial with Toronto. And uh, Fletcher was there at the time. And uh, that summer, he's like, I got you a trial for uh, Toronto. And uh, that, that summer, Fletcher got fired as GM. And there went my tryout. You know, it's who you know, yep. when who you, when you know him, you know, kind of deal. Yeah, you know, and the new guy comes in and he doesn't want anything to do with the old guys, so he's going to bring exactly because he has his own guys. He's going to bring in his own crew, and yep, yep, exactly. Oh yes, heard heard that story many times. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, my brother went through it. Yeah, oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, but and th- when I was playing for you know London Windsor, you know uh, Dallas. They were interested in me, and uh, they were like, if if we draft you, you'll be a late round. And I was like, okay, you know, whatever. And uh, never got that opportunity. They passed me by. So, you know, at least they thought about me. (laughs) You were there to at least get talked about. The rest of us weren't, you know. Yeah. You know, uh, you were still in rarefied air for sure. Um, Yep. Well, some other names here. I won't take too much more of your time here. We've, we're rolling here pretty good, but uh, just yep. uh, well, we talked about him off air, but uh, and hopefully he listens to this. I got to get him on. You actually fought him. Was uh, Brent Curry? Brent Curry? Yes. I fought Brent Curry. Yeah, it says you did here on your fight card. Yep. Oh, I'm probably. Oh, who did he play for then? Uh, I'm, I'm just curious. I'm not. You play uh, for Lovick? San Angelo. San, oh, never San Angelo. I got one of his jerseys. I'm going to piss on it now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing because he played for uh, Amarillo as well. Yep. And, uh, yeah. But, yeah, I got one of his jerseys I just found about oh, three months ago. I didn't know I fought him. <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah, well, there you go. Jesus. You know who I used to fight in, yes. in New Mexico? His name was St. Louis. Jonathan. Jonathan, we had some good fights, me and Jonathan. And it was funny because everybody thought we were like, are you guys brothers? It's like, hell no, he's French. You know, I'm French-Canadian, but he's French. (laughs) Well, I was going to talk to you about a teammate of yours, though, in Amarillo. Yeah. Um, Skihar, Sean. Skihar, tough kid. Yeah, Yorkton, Saskatchewan boy. I watched him play junior. Saskatchewan boy. He's still around this area. He's in Odessa, I think, now. But, yeah. I, I, you know, the funny thing is, I just found one of his sticks at a flea market not too long ago. Um, 
yeah, tough kid, tough Saskatchewan boy. Played for, uh, you know, we played together. Yep. Um, he played for uh, Lake Charles Ice Pirates. Then uh, we ended up playing, you know, in Ar- uh, Amarillo together. But yeah, tough kid. Yeah, no, he went on. I didn't know I fought him. <laughs> no, you didn't fight him. No, it was just you were playing. Oh, okay. You play. I was just mentioning you played with him. Sorry, I meant to yeah. miss that. Yeah, yeah. I was when I was looking at the roster, I forgot. To you ask know, there's there's some guys. You know, you, you you walk into a you know arena, you see guys, you know, just built like brick shit houses. You know, that's Ski Hart, that's Rat Tray. Then you see a guy, you know, walking in, and you're like, is that a fucking hockey player? And you, you see a skinny fat kid like me <laughs> you know what i mean skinny fat yep skinny fat i was a skinny fat kid that would fight anybody <laughs> a body like a bag of milk <laughs> yes a body like a fucking bag of milk you know you know two percent you know <laughs> i don't i haven't seen a two percent bag of milk in fucking years but that is me <laughs> that's funny well <laughs> <laughs> well there there you go it uh so yeah. well and so well so overall though after taking a year off and coming back um were you kind of a little hesitant to jump in with the you know or to throw the gloves off or was it just uh old hat and let's get at it it's or, old habit you know a year off is a year off you know yeah, what i mean yeah it, it's it's nothing you know you, you like even today you know i play men's league yep. i get fucking suspended every year you know, it just, it's natural. It's, it's, it's in my blood, you know? Yep. You know, it, it's no different. I I don't know. It, it's funny, you know, it, you know, guys in men's league, I play, I play in a men's league in Amarillo now. Yep. And, uh, people took all, you know, everybody in the league knows don't poke the bear. And there's always somebody that's going to poke the bear. Yep. And I ended up getting fucking spended, you know, two, three times a year because they want to fuck with me. And they, they, and people tell them, don't screw with screwy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and you, you talk to, you know, you know, all, you know, you know, all the guys, Eric Anderson, uh, Jason Chase, Derek Hahn, you know, Austin fucking all the boys. You know, like, don't poke the bear. And, and that's, they don't, they tell them not to mess with Screwy. And there's always guys that do it. It's funny. And I end up getting spended every year because guys want to fuck with me. <laughs> you know, the young guys usually. Of course. It's, yep. it's ridiculous. You know what I mean? If you don't mess with me, it's all good. <laughs> well, it's like. There's, they, there's, some, there's some in my blood that wants to fucking kill somebody if you mess with me well and i wasn't i'm gonna say i I wasn't a fucking killer or nothing but i i had the mentality as a killer you know i wasn't a kimball i wasn't gonna fucking destroy your face you know i wasn't a melon chuck i wasn't you know a lot of these guys but i wouldn't back down for nobody you know what i mean yeah I might just be spewing shit on my mouth right now, but. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously your, your history proves that. I mean, uh, yeah, it's certainly no one can argue with that. It's like, no, yeah, you did. You didn't, uh, 
You didn't back down. But, uh, oh, yeah. I was going to throw at you uh, from that year. He played in Fort Worth with Jason Clark. I didn't play with him, but I played no, against no, no. him. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever fight him? No, I don't think I did. He's, I don't think so. He's hey, actually, he played in Amarillo as well, didn't he? Oh, shit. He played, he played everywhere. He, uh, he actually ended up... Um, He's a coach now. He's in, a coach, uh, in junior Ontario, somewhere in Ontario. Yeah, a junior A guy. He yeah. um, he played forever. He is actually uh, hockey is hockey's all time uh, penalty minute leader. Yeah, he had like what seven thousand minutes or something stupid like that. Oh, it was ridiculous. He had years of four hundred and stuff, but he ended up he went to the Quebec League there, LNH, in like two thousand. Ah, uh, yeah. But he was in that league for like ten years, and like, oh yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He put up a. He was in Mobile and Fort Worth and Tallahassee. He went all over. but uh, The but, Tallahassee Warhogs? Exactly. <laughs> Put you on the next bus. Yeah. Yeah. Well. The, the, the funny is, you know, that Alexander Warhogs. You yeah. know, you know, you see, uh, uh, what's it, what, Slapshot. I'm going to send you down to Tallahassee Warhogs. Oh, you know, and, and, young blood. You young know, blood. years later, yeah, years later, the Alexander Warhogs. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. It's just a thing. I'm going to send you down to the Tallahassee Warhogs. <laughs> old, old young blood. It's funny the old eighties. Yeah. These young kids nowadays they watch young blood and they laugh at it and whatever. It's like, nah, that's pretty. Yeah. Much, that's pretty close to the truth. Yeah, and that pisses me off. You know, you you see what's the best top three hockey movies ever? You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say number three, Miracle on Ice. Number two. Young blood, number one slap shot. Absolutely, that's I, mine. You know what I mean? That's mine too. I agree. Yeah, yeah. but you, you guys saying muddy ducks? Oh, the, the young kids. <laughs> I guess that they're growing up with it. Yeah, I mean, I was too old for the muddy yeah. ducks, but yeah, I mean, to the to the next generation, I guess that's their whatever. But yeah, I mean, young young blood was awesome. I loved young blood. That was great. Oh, young blood's one of the best. You know, I, I can't put them above. Fucking slap shot. I'm no. sorry. It's not going to happen. No, well, well Youngblood, you know? obviously, Youngblood's my theme music to this podcast. That's how my podcast oh, starts when you hit play. Car, the first thing you hear is Carl. Oh, Miss McGill. Yeah. That's on there, too. I, I listened to that earlier. Yeah, yeah. You want to go, pretty boy? You got Carl Rackey is the first thing you hear when you hit play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Carl Rackey, that's, that's a Windsor boy. Uh, what was his name? Um, George Finn. Was Carl Rackey in that? Oh movie. no, shit! He played for the Windsor Spitfires. Yeah, no shit. George Finn. Yeah, back in the day, it was Rackey. Uh, but uh, look nice. at us, we're yammering away here. I forgot. So o two o three is your final season with Amarillo. You only you played the seven yeah. games. You had you had some uh, you know some some other issues. Whatever uh, you know. Yeah, that's your business. My last fight. We'll talk about my last fight. There we go. What's your last? What's Todd? Screwy Todd St. Louis last professional fight. I I remember I remember it clear as day, you know Paul Ferroni, you know, and uh, looking over, you know, to his bench, you know Bill Bill McDonald, you know, coached me in uh, Fort Worth, and he's telling him no, he's shaking his head, and then I'm looking at Bill, I was like, come on, Bill, let him fight, and uh, Paul looked at him and. Uh, Bill Gim, okay, let's just do it, you know, and we went like toe to toe, center ice, 
you know, I think we both fell down, you know, kind of deal, but wasn't spectacular or nothing. But my last fight was against Paul Ferroni, one of the toughest guys in the Central Hockey League, WKHL, good friend of mine, you know, great guy. And uh, that was it, you know. And off into the sunset you went. Yeah, off in the sunset I went, exactly. Well, there you go. Well, between the Ontario Hockey League and your pro career, it got you listed 349 career games, 1,182 penalty minutes. So you were you were busy, without a doubt. Yeah. <laughs> Average, you know, what is that? <laughs> couple couple penalty minutes a game? Absolutely, yeah. Well, yeah. there you go, and... Uh, well, man, that's uh, two and a half hours of uh, of uh, Todd St. Louis. Um, well, and now, what, so what do you what what do you, that, so o two o three was the final season. Uh, what have you been doing since then? What is Todd St. Louis doing now with his time? I uh, I started working in the oil field. I'm uh, just uh, roast about, you know, working on pump jacks, flow lines, and uh, getting. You know, gas and uh, oil to all you uh, great people out there. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm still doing the same thing. I'm a mechanic in the oil field. And uh, tough life, but, you know, it's not hockey, but it, it you know, it pays the bills. Yeah, well, and you managed to, you stayed down there. You, you, you were smart. You stayed out of the snow anyway. It's cold here, but uh, we don't get the snow. No. No, but uh, but yeah, are you um, are you involved in hockey at all? Yeah, uh, I'm not involved. Well, I, I uh, two years ago I started playing. We got a, uh, um, you know, we have the Amarillo Bulls here. You know, NAHL. Yep. And uh, you know, I started getting you know being a fan, watching the team. And uh, last year we had a, a great coach come back you know from the 2013 national championship team we had uh dennis williams uh was the coach now he's coaching uh the everton's uh silver tips now but uh his assistant coach uh rocky russo is uh back here last year we didn't do fare too well last year but uh this year their first place team and uh rocky really turned this uh team around you know He's a good coach. He's a he's a coach that wants to win, and uh, I see him doing good things in the future for this team. You know, it's a good organization, and uh, we got uh, Austin uh, Sutter that does the Amarillo Hockey Association. He's an assistant coach for the Bulls, but he also uh, runs a you know the high school team here and. And uh, the kids, the youth hockey organization, and uh, he turned. He like he actually like went from, you know, when he retired, he he played uh, for the Gorillas, Austin Sutter, and uh, for any he, he was assistant coach with Pellerin, yep. and uh, there wasn't hockey here, you know, and he organized the youth hockey, adult hockey. In the last two years, we have now we have an AB league here in, in this town. Yep. And 
Well, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna say to you. So, in like ninety eight, ninety seven, ninety eight, you roll down there. Here we go, Western yeah. Pro League. You're all sort of new, right? Like they probably looking at these alien yeah. Canadians, like what is this? Well, here we are. Fast forward twenty years later. Did you envision this kind of growth for hockey down there? Like this no, must be huge. no, and completely. Different. We got that. That it's totally. It's awesome. We got sixty kids. You know, doing that learn to play with the Dallas Stars here every year. Yep. Austin Sutter. Eric Anderson, you know, and uh, Jason Chase, like really building this freaking this organization up, you know what I mean? Yep. And if it wasn't for Austin Sutter staying here, he could have played pro for many more years, but he decided to stay here and build this organization up, you know? Yep. And uh, he's only 30 years old, I think, now. You know, he still has pro attend, you know, pro abilities. You could be playing, you know, in the East Coast or something like that. But uh, we got we got guys like him that stayed around. And every year, having 60 to 80, 80 kids, you know, being adapted to the, you know, Amarillo Hockey Association. So I give a big shout-out to uh, Austin Sutter, you know, because he's making things happen down south still. You know what I mean? Yep. You know, hockey's not dead in the south. It's growing. And uh, because of guys like Austin Sutter. Yep. You know, and you got guys like Rocky Russo bringing, you know, good hockey. And he's teaching these kids, you know, ethics. And it's hard to explain. You know, he's a good coach, Austin, I mean, uh, Rocky. Well, you, you like know, you said, you can, you, can just, you can just see the growth of USA Hockey. I mean, yeah, at the World exactly. Juniors, and, well, Austin Matthews, look at him, right? Yes. I mean, you know, yes. you can just see the growth down in the States and especially down there, right? It's uh, It was always one thing, oh, North Dakota, Michigan, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. when you start getting down to, like, Arizona and stuff, I mean, yeah, you can see the yeah. growth of hockey, right? You know, they got, like, 20 freaking, uh, you know, arenas in, in Dallas now. Yep. You know, it's getting huge. You know what I mean? There, There's growth here. There's going to be kids playing in the show in the next 10 years from this area. You know what I mean? Yeah, and absolutely. there is now. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's, yeah, it sucks for Canadian kids, you know, because we're supposed to be like, you know. Well, it was always like Canada's, gurus, it was you always know what I mean? viewed as Canada's game, right? But uh, but it's not. It's not, not anymore. anymore. It's, it's global now. Yep, for sure. Obviously, look at World Juniors, you know Absolutely. what I mean? Canada doesn't win you know, every Finland. time anymore. Yeah. No. It, it sucks, you know, being a Canadian and watching this stuff. But, you know, it's good at the same time, you know what I mean? It's yep. not just central no more. It's, it's a global thing, yep. and it's good. Absolutely. Yeah, I believe in it, so. Yep. Well, all right, man. Well, hey, I... Uh... I appreciate you uh, taking the time. It was uh, that was great. Uh, it was great talking to you. Finally uh, getting you on. I know we had talked about it for a while. And yes, sir. Yeah, it was uh, it was great. And, and there's, I'm sure we could get on here again and talk about some other things. But well, uh, for now, well, that little I, I know we can. <laughs> I know for sure, for sure. But uh, I, I I was telling you before uh, I had mentioned on Twitter that I was I was going to be talking to you, and the response yeah. was. Uh, was was big and actually it was funny on twitter today it was hashtag ohl day 
So yeah, they, I've seen that. Yeah, so they were talking about you on there from uh, being London and stuff, and then uh, of course the one of the Twitter accounts that uh, follows me that's uh, that he said for sure they were getting excited to listen to it was uh, it goes it's called Southern Hockey Problems, and uh, they like to talk they like to hear the old Western Pro Hockey League stories and stuff. So when they found out right. Scurry was coming on the podcast, they were pretty excited, but. Uh, what, what, uh, all these years later, do you, like, uh, for the folks listening, the fans out there, because you were remembered, I can tell you that your name got brought up and, uh, everybody has seemed to have a Todd St. Louis story. How does that make you feel? Uh, like 20 years later, it just, like, uh, gives me shivers down my spines. You know, I, I must have made some kind of impression down in the South. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, uh, I, I feel good about it, you know? And, uh, I enjoy it. That's all I have to say about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know what to say. I, I, it, it humbles me. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. you know, and, I, and I'm glad that, you know, people down south got to experience something. You know what I mean? I know we don't have pro hockey down here like we used to, but, I'm, you know, it's alive, and I think it could thrive again at one time. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It, you never know. Never say never. So, That's maybe right. never. Exactly. I'd love to see a pro team in Arkansas again. And maybe, you know, and if uh, someone's listening to this, I'd love to coach them. <laughs> yeah, well, there you, there know? you go. How's that for some marketing? Yeah, they could screw you. There you go. Louis. There you go. Hell uh, yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, man, I, uh, thank you very much for coming on the show. And uh, I appreciate you taking the time. And uh, it was great. I hope uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I know... Uh, we had talked, and uh, you were a little nervous before coming on, but uh, yeah. no, you did great, man. I appreciate you, man. I, I Darren, thank you. And, uh, yeah, I'm still nervous, and if we do it again, I'll be nervous again. <laughs> ah, you're great. <laughs> uh, hey, I was always nervous before a game because I knew it had to fight, but that's part of it, you know what I mean? You're going to be nervous. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we got we got through it. It was great, and uh, – I'll, I'll let you go, but uh, thank you very much again, and uh, we'll certainly do this again. But, uh, Todd, thank you very much for uh, taking the time today. Oh, I appreciate you. Thank you, Darren. All right, man. Have a good night. You too. Thank Th- you. Thank you. And you people that don't like fighting, how many of you did you walk out and get a coffee while that was on?